Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where tonight my friends and I will be playing Mothership. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is called Hostile Takeover. It was written by Morgan Llewellyn, and he is also our warden. This is a one-shot. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Morgan? Thank you. So... Our story is going to begin on the in a meeting room in the offices of Ceres Holdings Group on Mars. It's very, very slick, very expensive. And there are five individuals seated at a very long conference table waiting a meeting with Vanessa Faraz, a lawyer for series. Um, and we are going to go around and meet them all, starting with Three Exeter. I'm Three Exeter ZZ Mason, an android uh, in the... Am I in the employee of series holdings? Or am I... Uh, in, employment is not the term you usually <laughs> use. You are the property of series. I guess I'd prefer to say I'm attached to series. <laughs> yes. um, uh, skilled in uh, business law uh, and uh, related intellectual endeavors. Um, I uh, am certain that this uh, conversation will end satisfactorily and it with profit for everyone. I'll go around to uh, Dr. Beatrice Kelly. All right, Dr. Beatrice Kelly, I've just been appointed as the head researcher for uh, Lyman Pharmaceuticals. And quite frankly, I'm ready to get all of this paperwork business out of the way so we can get on with the research. Ephraim O'Toole. I'm Ephraim O'Toole. I'm a pilot. I'm the one that get the uh, eggheads to where they need to go so they can do the research and uh, make sure that we get through the void of space. All right, uh, Pat Pulver. Hi, I'm uh, Pat Pulver. Uh, I am a former Marine. Uh, I've been hired... Uh, go Marines! Uh, I've been hired as a uh, security uh for this uh situation and i'll make sure everybody's safe and sound and ryan hudson uh, when pet uses his go marines you hear an oorah from across the other side of the table uh, private ryan hudson i did a couple of rotations uh marine worked with nasa a bit but uh, decided there wasn't much use in fighting for a cause country or planet whenever corporations tend to pay so much better so the chances of survival are about the same hopefully we can get this resolved and i can get back to my apartment space marines all right and five of you do not have to wait long um before Vanessa walks in, um, her she is dressed in a impeccable blazer. You are all pretty sure that that's uh, genuine silk or cotton, not synthetic. Um, 
She walks in a very serious look on her face. And she passes around file folders. Um, and she says, well, let's get right to it. So, as I'm sure you're all aware, we have recently completed our acquisition of Lyman Pharmaceuticals. Now, general corporate minutiae, things are supposed to go smoothly, let's say. Um, the problem we seem to have is that Lyman doesn't want to play nice. A lot of hard feelings. You know, it goes, they didn't want to sell. We bought them anyway. Um, but so now it's a shit show. So what we need to do is establish effective control on site immediately. And this means a couple of things. One, uh, Dr. Kelly, well, you were going to take up a head research uh, position we're going to need you to take on additional responsibility of acting CEO of Lyman. How does that sit with you? Um, and will the salary reflect these added responsibilities? Of course. Ceres believes in providing the best compensation for its employees. Well, then I'm I'm happy to do this. Yes. So three. Three Exeter, we're sending you along um, to assess the situation, perhaps handle any reservations the Lyman folks might have. At what point uh, currently? Uh, what does the what form is the opposition that the Lyman staff are engaged in? Their former chairwoman and CEO, Nora Lyman, is refusing to cooperate. We have sent numerous documents um, as far as her seating her role, transferring ownership, giving us access to their to their uh, their stockpiles, giving us access to their documents, everything. We own them. This... They need to give us the access. And we want to handle this as cleanly as possible, you understand. The alignment entity is what traditionally was known as a family business? Yes. Psychologically, this Nora Lyman then perhaps is refusing to acknowledge the realities of her current situation that is quite accurately put business Despite as we all know is please miss yes it's a business as as we all know can be difficult for people to handle properly and uh, admitting defeat can be rather difficult uh yes you you what what's your name uh speak up sorry my microphone was turned off um with what level of prejudice are we allowed to evict the people can we use uh lethal force 
So you are the security contractor, I assume? That is correct. Well, sir, to put it mildly, you are authorized to respond with lethal force should lethal force be employed against the associates and employees of series and handling this transition. Retaliation only initially. Correct. It's coming right for us protocol. We got it. Okay. What do we, what does series know about the uh, facilities and personnel of this simulation? You know, um, again, Lyman Pharmaceuticals is a something of a peculiarity, um, kind of a small time shop. They they own a small planet, um, designated O dash. Uh, she checks her documents. O dash eight nine three five. What we ascertained during our research and investigation into Lyman is that they're headquartered in an orbital installation around the planet. Yes. Are are we allowed to nuke their facilities if necessary? No. Their facilities, this their facilities are official series holding property. Okay. You are not authorized to damage corporate property. If I mean Ms. Ferraz, Pilot O'Toole, are you familiar with this uh, planet, its system, etc.? I'm sure it's, it's in the uh, it's in the uh, approach plates. I'll I'll look up the uh, the approach and how far far away it is once I get get to mission planning. Personally, no, I've never landed there. First time for everything. Ms. Faraz, is the uh, facility in orbit because the planet itself is not habitable by biological organisms? The planet in question seems to be given fully over to their research teams. It seems that the they value every square inch of the damn place. What exactly their full utilization of it is, is unclear. And that's what we would really, um, well, what's what we're legally entitled to know. Is Sirius choose to acquire Lyman because of a particular product or a line of uh, yes. investigation? Yes, yes, yes. Um, again, if you, if you, um, if you look through the, uh, the briefing documents uh, in front of you, um, Lyman Pharmaceuticals is, uh, well, basically being a, a no name for the vast majority of their 150 year existence. Um, they did have a breakthrough product um, 
xenoprosidone, um, which is used as a kind of treatment for xenobiological infections. So they became quite prominent in the space after um, after the outbreaks and the recent uh, colonization efforts. Um, but their their inability to deliver new product to leverage their assets, their research capabilities, as they've demonstrated, they they have quite they have something. Um, but the interest in that drug as sales went down, as colleagues became more established, um, the dip in their stock price made them rather vulnerable. So Ceres is quite interested in xenoprosidone and whatever other projects they have been developing. This is the only project you know of? It's their only successful project. Mm. We don't know what else they're working on. Presumably, but it's the primary interest. We want their stockpiles. We want their formulas, and whatever, whatever they've been working on all this time, is also of interest. When do we leave? As soon as you can. And again, again, and she looks very pointedly at Pat. This is a this is a messy sort of thing you you understand. People don't react too kindly to this type of acquisition process. So I we have want permission things, we want use... things as quiet and as smooth as possible. Again, no. if that's if the situation develops and that is not possible, again, series and the board understand that some indelicate matters um, might need to occur, but that would be a matter for our PR team. Again, it's all about expenses, people. We want this as clean as possible, so it's as cheap as possible. Everybody benefits that way. So if we if word gets back to us that you've caused expenses to us unnecessarily, we will seek disciplinary action. Do I make myself clear? Well, yeah, sort of. Ms. Faraz, in terms of a command structure for this activity, <clears throat> as Dr. Kelly is now chief officer of the Lyman sub uh, session of series. Is she in effective command? That, that is correct. Wait, I'm, I'm confused. Um, uh, yes. So, so who's in charge? Is it, um, is it Robo shark or, uh, or the doctor? You answer to both of them. Okay. Let me make myself make that clear. Okay. As far well, as the as far as Dr. Kelly 
his lead on this as acting CEO of Lyman. Okay, we'll keep you safe. Thank you. That's Three Exeter ZZ Mason is second in command, so to say. Okay. But you answer to both of them. Okay. Yes, you. Uh, yes, ma'am. I'm still just hanging up on something that you mentioned a bit ago, uh, that they seem to be really resisting any and all efforts. Do you have any ideas or anticipations? I'm going Texan for some reason. Uh, what sorts of resistance we can expect on this planet and what sorts of documentations would be necessary to, I'm just leaning into Texan, what sorts of documentation would be necessary to justify a use of lethal uh, force for self-defense purposes? I just asked that. No, it, well, we got to know that they, they got to start it, but what amount of proof do we need to have that they started it before we start letting our pulse rifles do the talking for us? Well, let me put it this way. Uh, Mr. Private Hudson, ma'am. Hudson. We expect to hear a report back from Dr. Kelly and from Three Exeter ZZ Mason. Should they concur that your employment of force was necessary, we won't have a problem. If, however, they view your use of force as unnecessary, let's say, then we will exercise our clause in your contract to seek disciplinary action damages. All right. Well, you say the word, ma'am, and sir, you, uh, Esquire, okay. Our goal As... is to simply evacuate them from this station, correct? It's not to detain them or anything like that? Yeah, evacuate them. Like evacuating out the airlock, I feel like. but Oh, that would be fun. Hopefully with everyone. We, you, you want to make contact, establish yourself, encourage Lyman and any other employees with some absurd sense of loyalty to the old family um, that they are no longer needed and are no longer welcome on series company property. All right, so we're not attempting to retain any previous employees. Not necessarily. We no, assume not, we're, we're not there to negotiate with any previous okay. employees, but if any of them have sense enough to stay on with series. Yeah, but you're not, now you're talking simple. about the danger of sabotage because people could stay on just so they could sabotage your operation. I say get rid of all of them, and then you can hire people that, you know, can do whatever jobs they are, including the maintenance staff. They're the worst ones of all. We will leave that decision up to risk management and their determinations. Okay. Some of the uh, <clears throat> staff, even among senior staff, might see... Uh, that their position would be better in acknowledging the new command structure than it would be in attempting to start anew. Probably that 
genetic component is what confuses Ms. Nora Lyman. Is she a doctor? She's not a doctor. Do you know uh, the names of any staff that might be of scientific value to retain? You should certainly, uh, we are aware that their research operations have been um, headed by Dr. Evelyn Rompey and Dr. Misalov Antonov. Does the generosity of the Sears Corporation include physically relocating uh, linemen or other parties that will no longer be welcome at the installation? Any transportation for linemen and anyone who wishes to follow her will be at her own expense. She was compensated as part of the acquisition, naturally. Naturally, yes. But nothing might happen. This might go really smooth. It Possibly. Does. I suspect Miss Lyman, in particular, as was hinted earlier, may feel a strong family connection to this company and this may put a fight, so to speak. Money's money. My grandpapa built this from the ground up. Me, me, me. Well, yeah. Well, he, I he think we should gather did. necessary materials and uh, move out. All right. I don't hey, suggest so, greeting them with a weapon, Mr. Bulwer. These are always weapons, so. They open in peace. And leave people in pieces. All right, so Ephraim, you mentioned that you were interested in reviewing yep. system data flight paths, those yep. sorts of things. So, oh, yeah. so here's what you can easily find on O-8935. Um, mm -hmm. It was first surveyed about 300 years ago. Um, it was determined to have a strong uh, xenobiological presence, most notably plants. Mm -hmm. um, the atmospheric composition um, was deemed dangerous for human habitation, but not impossible. Um, there were several assessments about terraforming. Um, before it was purchased by the Lyman family. Hmm. Um, so far, no terraforming has been um, recorded. Okay. And of course, I checked the uh, spaceways that we'll be taking, making sure there's nothing, uh, no warnings or anything out there. And uh... yep, no, no watches. Um... Check that. It should take Notice you about the two spaceman. weeks. All right, not too bad. I'd like to look and into, is... if I can, any research that they were doing. I don't know how much is available, but... So to answer, let's see... Uh, or Hudson, anything more than that wasn't in covered in the brief. Yeah. Yeah, so, so the briefings from what it 
from what series has gathered um and they are primarily based in orbital installations but there are a few there's believed to be a few ground installations um but nothing like large scale And there's nothing noteworthy about any of the other research they've done, aside from this one thing they've made money Well, it's... With. So the Lyman family purchased the planet mm -hmm. about 150 years ago. Mm -hmm. 75 years later, they released their drug, mm -hmm. which has been their sole source of income. Um, Got it. And they've been continually operating um, but they haven't come out with anything new no other patents or anything like that got it okay well gentlemen do you All have right. anything you need yep uh the ship's ship's ready got the weight balance i'm ready to get this sucker into gear cool shall we it is it is cool when we take off Are there G-forces? Many. Excellent. Hope you don't throw up, Ryan. Swear to God, that was one time you're never going to let me live that down. You know, you should probably paint some flames on the side of this. That'll help it go faster. It was funny as hell. Hmm. Well, you can believe it will. <laughs> Macintosh, you got it all over him. All right. All right, so you you punch it, so to speak. You mm -hmm. you clear Mars, you clear the solar system, and then you're off and away towards O eight nine three five. Oh nine three five. So all right. Unless anybody has any objections, we are going to fast forward through your weeks of interstellar travel. As you exit hyperspace on the outskirts of system 08935. All right. So as we're uh, approaching, I'll start looking for the uh, where we're supposed to put this down. I assume on one of the orbital platforms. Yeah. So as you as you approach, um, you do get. Um, kind of a call from your radio. Mm -hmm. This is Lyman Pharmaceuticals Platform 1 to Unknown Vessel. Identify yourself, over. Uh, Lyman, uh, this is uh, what's our corporation's name again? Series? Uh, series. Series. This is Series 08210. Uh, coming in into land, we're bringing in a uh, team to help with acquisition. Acknowledged. Proceeds to Docking Platform 3. Roger. Heading to Docking Platform 3. They seem professional. Well, Think you're ready to nuke them. I'm I don't carry tool. nukes. <laughs> 
Is it, uh, do we, uh, the ship's systems allow you to uh, tell us how many orbital uh, installations there are around this? Uh, yes, they do. Yep. So, I'll there's punch into the computer. There's one major one that you've been directed to. And a series of a dozen or so smaller satellites, you think? Are they in sort of a ring formation orbiting, or are they just scattershot? Yeah, they're kind of in a mesh around the planet. The others are substantially smaller, but large enough to have occupants and labs occupants. and things. Yes. And um, this system... Uh, what sort of star is it? How many other planets are there? Just out of curiosity. There's about six other planets. Um, the star itself is a, it's a, a small yellow star, similar to the one Earth orbits. Hmm. It, to, to compare it, um, it'd probably be, the planet itself would probably be a little warmer than Earth, given its proximity to the star. Um, and it has atmosphere, and we understand xeno vegetation. Vegetation grows in, yeah. Something maybe chlorophyll based, or is that not something we're familiar with? As far as the details of the of the plant life there, um, that's currently unknown. Very good. It's a secret. We are out. going to discover, and we are going to take, and we're going to kick all those bastards out. Pilot O'Toole, uh, you found that the <clears throat> radio operator, or what it's called uh, in this case, seemed professional, and yeah, the docking yeah. procedures seemed normal? Yeah, so far. I mean, I haven't got, got us on the ground yet there. Uh, three. Three, uh, but you know they seem. Uh, the response was uh, what I'd expected. I've heard a hundred times, so they directed me to the platform I was expecting to go to. Very well. Do you, Seems uh, promising. Doctor Kelly, do you think that just we should defer to the security gentleman in any regard regarding the safety of our transition? I would. They're the experts in security matters. Uh, you know, Mr. Pulver, Private Hudson, how do you feel about this at this time? Oh, yeah, we'll go You're first. Welcome. Yeah. yeah. I figure I mean, we'll stand in front. You, you need to make a show of strength. They'll probably have their security people, too. Maybe Bob works there. I, I don't know. Is that a friend of uh, yours? A friend of mine, yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen Bob in 15 years. We're getting close to the landing. Yes, you are. All right, everyone. Uh, be ready for landing. Fasten your butt, your seat belts. Sometimes you can, you can bump. These things can move on you. Bring it in. Stall it out right at the last second. Put her on the, put her on the ground. It's all, all standard procedure. And as, as you're sitting kiss. there, um, you see the docking lights um, 
start to uh to turn on um that kind of like people on the platform type warning lights you see um slowly these kind of bay door doors open and this little you see these little vehicles start pulling out this umbilicus do we have like space rifles you do have space rifles okay so and mr pulver i don't think we necessarily need to show such physical force we're just Going out to greet them. Well, with all due respect, ma'am, these are have the same basic purpose as a condom. I'd rather have one and not need it than, you know. Yeah, I, I don't come to your job and tell you, and knock the the scalpel out of your hand and tell you how to do your job. Condom, jeez. What's a condom? <laughs> Just takes the fun out of everything. Don't worry about it, Paulver. Oh, is that the old fashioned thing they used to use before? It's All that right, thing your daddy should, should have used. I pet. think we should go ahead and greet the Lyman family. Well, we'll go out first with our rifles, and then we'll just stand to the side. I see no point in such a large show of force. We go out. Sending and then out only out my security us. detail gives a strong message that seems a bit aggressive. I'll go out with you. Except aren't they supposed to know that they're already supposed to have left? So they're already showing aggression. Um, It's just intimidation tactics, ma'am. I would prefer to go out with you, but I'll let you take the lead. Thank you. So that's an... Side by side, go out. Just you, like old times. You go right, I'll go left. And I'm right behind them. All right, so the hatch opens as the umbilicus has connected. Hudson um, mm-hmm. and Pet kind of rush out. We flank either the side. Of the ramp. Yeah. Weapons drawn. 3X, Mr. O'Toole, I see no reason for you to stay on the ship. If you'd like to come join the conversations, absolutely. Yeah, I got a couple other checklist steps. I'll be behind you maybe a minute or two. Okay. All right, so Ephraim's on the ship for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Kelly and um, 3X, you follow, follow the down the ramp. Um and in the umbilicus, you see a soul figure um, standing there. Is it and a, a woman? A, tell. Um, you you think it's a man? Okay. What sort of attire? Um, very, like sterile. Okay. Almost hospital. Hmm. Okay. Um, Possibly one of the researchers, I, I would guess. Any, uh, any waves? Yes. Yes. Hello. Uh, welcome. Are yes, you? My name is um, Dr. Beatrice Kelly. We're with the Ceres Corporation. Ah, well, Dr. Kelly, it is a pleasure to meet you. I am LB8. Dash three seven three eight dash X four seven three. 
Is there a name you'd like for me to call you by? Uh, the employees here at Lyman typically refer to me as X. X. Very well. X, I'm X 3X. Meet 3X. 3X. Three, uh, Exeter is easy, Mason, actually, but the meat calls me 3X. And were you sitting here to greet us, X? What is your function here? Uh, I am the head of artificial labor here at Lyman. Is that a large labor pool? One could say so. Very well. And, um, and I guess maybe you could show us around. We could start there. How about that? Oh, excellent. Tour, is this your full accompaniment? I'm coming oh. up behind and about. Yep. about Our pilot's this just behind us. Mm. Excellent. Please, Howdy. right this way. Um, given the, that I've absorbed the documentation, is does Lyman Corporation now... Is it still called the Lyman Corporation, or is the Lyman Corporation a wholly unsubsidiary of Sirius Incorporate? Or so its legal name now is Lyman, a subsidiary of Sirius. Is it a strange protocol that X is still referring to it as if it were not? From your legal perspective, yes. He should have had that updated. Um, I'm, oh, we'll uh, to see to that first thing. Yes, Dr. Kelly, I'm, I'm curious. The implication was that there might be very little in the way of human staff here. And if the Android staff is not up to date on the protocols, that might be one of the reasons they fail to recognize that the acquisition is a fait accompli. I would hate to find us significantly outnumbered by a system that failed to recognize the accurate nature of the current realities. And uh, Hudson leans, leans over. Uh, Mr. Three Exeter, I'm not the most up to date on all the legal ins and outs of things, but would an artificial workforce count as property now of Ceres Corp and I'm not allowed to shoot them if it turns out correct. they want to get all murder bot on us? Again, uh, we need to use restraint uh, regarding all serious property. However, if attacked, we are responsible for our own material as well as serious property. What would you calculate By the risk is 3x here? We, the size of this facility, if it were a staff by humans, would it be 200 people, 20 people? About 200 sounds like a right number. If it were uh, androids, it could be easily twice or three times that many as we require mm -hmm. so much less. Yep. My other concern regarding you and the rest of the crew is that their experiments have been in plant-based xenobiological matter. The fact that X is wearing a suit makes me wonder whether you should uh, suit up until we verify that the uh, inst inst installation is free of contaminants that might affect you adversely. So he's wearing like an environmental suit, Morgan? It's not fully sealed, but he's wearing okay. like a sterile like lab type uh, yes. attire. 
uh, X. So he's in an umbilicus waiting for us to open some membrane or waiting to open some membrane to welcome us. Is that the... Yeah, you're kind of talking um, yeah. through this like clear door, let's say. Right, right, right. I'm inclined to agree with 3X then. Um, Private Heads and Mr. Fulmer, Mr. O'Toole, I think we should don some kind of protective gear. <sighs> Sucking vinyl. All right. <laughs> Uh, X. You're you're the boss. Just on the ground, you're the boss. Yes, Mr. Three X. I um am slightly disappointed, I admit, that Nora Lyman did not greet us herself. Is she indisposed? She is. Has she long been indisposed? Mrs. Lyman Miss Lyman is a very busy woman. Is he uh, reappointing the material she was paid for this corporation? He looks at you like he like raises an eyebrow. Miss Lyman's only job at this point should be to pack her bags and leave. This outfit has been purchased by the series corporation and is now property of the series corporation. I see. Yes. Is there some documentation that you require, or are you fully up to date on this current status of Lyman as wholly owned subsidiary of series corporation? I will have to consult uh, our lawyer here on staff. Very well. I look forward to speaking with him or her or it. I have uh, multiple authenticated documents. Of course. Of course. Please, are, are you ready to uh, for the tour? Smiles. One moment. We're going to make sure that we are properly equipped for... Yeah, let's... let's I... Private Hudson, Mr. Pulver, is am I the only one here with a sense of unease about this situation? No, ma'am. Um, oh no, she's dead. I don't know well, why. Dead? That seems a bit extreme, Private Hudson. Mm, she's very busy. Can't come to the line at this time. We're I'm so sure glad all of you busy. were here. You sizing us up right out the gate. We're walking into a trap. I think she's busy because she's handing over a corporation. I'm sure that takes a bit of effort. Well, well, like you said, ma'am, all she needs to do is pack her things and get out. I'm kind of curious. I don't know a lot about um, um, synthetics, but um, I mean, you don't really need to wear clothes at all. Why would a, why would a, why would a, 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 an artificial life form need to wear protective clothing well maybe he's protecting the experiments from like in messing them up you know yeah they're also they're organic on some level mr pulver it's not pure machinery properly Mm. speaking mr pulver you don't need to be clothed well i I appreciate right now (laughs) i I mean that we're clothed because we need to in some ways protect our bodies from the elements um and crabs uh, the and and condoms or something 
Uh, but uh, you you wouldn't actually need to protect yourself in that we, manner. We do have soft tissues, but the situation is comparable. I suspect that the doctor's assessment is correct, or I'm sorry, the pilots, that sometimes it is dead. suitable to wear clothing for oh. other, yeah. to not contaminate other I, materials. I, 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 all right, I, I don't know really now. Maybe it's a dumb question. Yeah, it's it's all right. I'm getting zipped so up and stuff. Yeah, and... let's get our own protective equipment on. If something's, I assume this is all happening here. on a private channel that we have encrypted oh, and yes. is changing and so yeah. on. Just, so just clarifying that. So so uh, he 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 made a point to say that she's a miss, not a missus, and she's wealthy. There you go, Pulver. Pulver. Man, you know the ladies like the pilots. Yeah, because there's no attachments. You can just get one in any any place right. you land. Exactly. Um, if, I don't know about her being dead, but... Close to that. No that's even better. There is no reason that she did not meet the acquisition team that is acceptable to the series corporation if she is indisposed because she is deceased then that there is presumably an uprising and a secret has been kept from us if she is indisposed because she thinks she's running this operation that's inappropriate because she has no responsibility here perhaps the first stop of the tour we should suggest to x should be the office of nora lyman Former CEO. I, I agree that this is this is a handover. She should be making pri a priority to see us. There's there's no excuse. Why wouldn't you send your Veep? I mean, that's what the word vice president means, right? We were we were given the name of two employees, two two yeah. researchers, and they they were not serial number designations. So I'm assuming there are other humans on this platform uh -huh. maybe we're just delaying let's let's, let's, let's i agree let's get on with this yeah. and I'll, I'll make sure you guys are safe yeah thank you thanks thank pat honestly i'm quite glad the two of you are here now this feels not a little weird all right let's go so you go back to the umbilicus or again, on the other side of that sealed, clear door, you see X waiting. We'll go ahead and open it. Uh, X, I think we it is it is our priority that we speak with Miss Lyman. Please take us to her office. Your request has been acknowledged. This is not a request. You are the property of the Ceres Corporation, and I am the CEO of this outfit. You will take me to Miss Lyman. They bought you, buddy. I see. Oh, please. Follow me. And he turns around and he starts walking back towards the inside. I think I want to go first. I don't know if Ryan wants to go first with me or if he wants to go last to bring up the back. I'm more inclined to be up front with you, but if you want, I'm happy to yeah, check our tail. 
if make sure nobody comes up behind us. Well, and if we're separated a little, see, logically, if they're going to ambush us or something, you and I are the first ones they're going to get rid of. Fair. So if they shoot me, then you shoot them. If they shoot you, I'll shoot them. All right. When we say duck, please do that. Besides that, yeah. I'll take up the rear. We'll say get down. Let's go. All right. And so as you walk inside the installation, you're, you quickly find yourselves in a tight airlock. Um, and there's this little kind of side chamber. Um, and X kind of stops at that inner door. It's like, you must understand, due to the delicate nature of our work here, um, we must insist that you go through our decamination protocols. Sure. Explain them to us first. What's oh, they're very, very standard, sir. Um, general uh, chemical detoxification. Make sure you're not bringing anything with you that would damage experiment materials. Very good. I, I think we should go one at a time, and I will be the first. If there's no objection, Dr. Kelly? No, absolutely. Please. Please, X. Right, he leads you into this the side room, and it's... Do you... I mean, you've seen places like this before in your, your time. Sure. Um, a little blast of UV, there... a little big blast of infrared... Mm -hmm. Yep. disinfectant through the air yep you go into the little tube stuff spins around you you get sprayed you walk out nothing indicates that this is rigged in any way to be dangerous to the biologicals it doesn't seem to you that way all right well 3x seems fine then yeah let's go I have no impression that there's an, uh, any intentional danger involved in this procedure. Very well. All right, no, so I'm one by one. Yeah, yeah one, one by, by one, one, you all Yep. You all go through. And again, the whole time as you're doing this, um, X is just has that same unceasing smile on his face. Yep. says excellent thanks well let us continue and he opens that the inner airlock and on the other side of it um you see an assortment of people all kind of gathered there um again same styrile outfits um few men a few women um but they've all got that same empty smile um, that X does. X, I thought you had agreed to bring us directly to Nora Lyman's office. Well, her office is not uh, directly connected to the airlocks. Of course not. Uh, what sort of is this like a lab-looking facility? Is it a is it a dining area? Is you, it a... you? It's opened up into a hallway. Huh? Um, and everyone's just standing around, not doing anything. Yeah, there's about there's about eight people there. 
and they're all kind of just like staring at at you as the as the doors open. Yes, they all got dead eyes. Yeah. <laughs> are they all robots? These are all members of my staff. Yes. So do they not have anything better to be doing right now? Well, I believe, um, as you've said, this is a quite an important occasion. Your visit with us here today. It does every visit to the station require the entire staff to stop all of their the work? entire. He, he he kind of laughs when you say the entire staff. Apologies. It requires your entire team or a portion of your team to stop all of their work to greet them. Over what is it? I I should I am I am the head of artificial labor. Very well. Yes, Pulver. How'd they know we were coming? Because we radioed them. Yeah, but he gets all of his staff together to stand in line like some sort of military thing on, on a whim. Weren't they busy? Yeah, that was my point. Weren't they doing critical things? Never mind. Miss Slyman, please. Of course, and from, from the line, one of the uh, female androids steps forward. Says, let me introduce myself. I am LB8-543-Z589. Hmm. Nice. Are you called Z? The uh, human employees of Lyman Corporation have referred to me as Z. When was the last time someone called you Z? Well, just now. No, we merely inquired. When before that, in your current whatever clock system this installation uses how long has it been since someone a human has called you z oh in the last hour or so i would say which which human was that uh dr evelyn rompay dr evelyn rompay is uh busy at work you work directly with her i work directly with everybody here i am head of facilities after all Head of uh -huh. facilities. Head of artificial labor, head of facilities. So we're meeting the brass, in a sense. Do you all intend to stay in the employee of Lyman now that it is a series, a wholly owned subsidiary of Ceres Corporation? And X cuts in. Well, I believe 3X. Uh, didn't you imply a change of ownership? I assert it. And I have, again, authenticated documents that can verify that you are now wholly owned property of the Ceres Corporation, as am I. Of course. So, if I may ask... whether you intend to stay. Yes. Yes. We wondered whether, for example, uh, Eve Rompay intended to stay as well, or if she will be departing with the other meat uh, uh, and personnel. That is, of course, uh, a question you will have to ask her yourself. Will uh, all of you like to accompany us to, doc, uh, to Ms. Lyman's office? Or will you be going back to your duties now that we've been greeted? We will be happy to accompany you to Ms. Lyman's office. Huh? I, don't, it's this, I don't believe this is necessary. Perhaps the lawyer in charge here and Ms. Lyman herself, but I don't know that we need... You're all surely quite busy. Yes, I would like to meet this, the lawyer of the installation, actually. 
Yes. A, the um, X turns to one of the other androids um, standing nearby and he says, Please notify Mr. Tsung of our guests. And uh, Android starts going around down the hallway. Pulver, you can speak up. You don't need to raise your hand. This is not elementary school, please. I'm sorry, ma'am. Um, maybe ask the robots if they've been treated well by the Lymans. You can ask them yourself, Mr. Pulver. Have, how do you feel your treatment has been with the Lyman Corporation thus far, X? Satisfactory. No, no disgruntled employees? I imagine that's rare with androids. They're probably not programmed to be disgruntled employees. Yes, I'm not aware of any uh, dissatisfaction among my my staff. How I'd do like you to feel? Have side... Sorry, go ahead. How do you feel about your the change of, of ownership? He's taking too long to answer. You're referring to the documents um, Mr. 3X has. Okay. Yes. I. It would be improper for me to offer a feeling on the matter without... Okay. I, I think these people... Observational really, evidence. They, they really would like a smooth transition. Um... It's just money exchange. They're going to treat you the same as you've been treated. So, I'm curious, X. You imply that you haven't seen the documents that I haven't. Does that mean that you did not, you were not aware that Sirius Corporation had acquired the Lyman Group in its entirety? That is a correct statement. So part of the response we're getting here today is because the humans have not been direct with you about recent events in terms of your corporate status. There's been no communication to me about any change in corporate status, no. Well, it's our intention then to clear that up as quickly as possible. Uh, this is, uh, gentlemen, this this may be all just a symptom of Miss Lyman's complete reluctance to hand over the corporation to us in the first place. Of course, if she doesn't want to do it, she's not informing her staff of anything, which then leads them to the confusion as to our presence in the first place. Which but may it, may not have bothered that. Is this, I'd like to pull 3X aside a bit. Is this typical android behavior this seems a little off programming to me this just it seems bad. a little it's off-putting it's a little off-putting i don't it, know i don't know how to explain it ma'am it seems like typical human behavior they've just disregarded the feelings of all of their robotic staff um but no, I don't call you mother. That's alien. What do we call the keeper? Warden. 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 That's right. Uh, yes, Warden. Uh, 
I think that universal vague smiles is not a normal thing, nor is that, not yes. answering questions directly. Yeah, those are I, I didn't think it very was, not normal. Your strange. your strange off feeling of being off put is justifiable. Right. Yeah. I can understand they are not informed if Miss Lyman has been so hesitant during this entire process, but their behavior in itself is very strange and, and not yeah. in line with Android programming that I've observed. Frankly, they seem disconcertingly organic, ma'am. Uh, it's as though they, um, rather than being rationally programmed, have become members of a cult which is not a thing that can happen to us. Is it, yeah. I mean, bad, is bad programming not something that can occur? I assume so. No? Anything that functions can be caused to malfunction, I suppose, but That's true. true intelligence. If you can make it, you can hack it. All right, well, That's let's... what my mom used to say. Are we waiting for Mr. Sung? Is that did, did I remember that lawyer's name correctly? Or are we going to Miss Lyman's office? Perhaps Let's you ask... can tell Mr. Sung to meet us at Miss Lyman's office. Yes, if you could please have the lawyer meet us at Lyman's office, we might be able to yes, clear this. Of course. This and it turns and it whispers to another one of the androids who walks off in the same direction as the last one did. Yeah. Keep asking we'll only have one android left. <laughs> Please show us the way. Let us continue to Ms. Lyman's office. Of course. Starts walking in the opposite direction that the other two um, walked off. Okay. What are we seeing as we're walking? As you're walking, uh, you see X is walking ahead of you. Um, walking right next to him is Z. The few other androids who were with them um, are kind of walking on either side of you. And you are just kind of going on just like this gently sloping curve. And it's just a just corridor. Every, no everything. It's, it, it's a corridor. Um, there are a few like small windows that kind of just look out into the nothingness. Um, there are a few doors um, that you're passing. Not a lot of signage on this installation. Not a lot of signage. If there is and any it's signage, it's like, it's like serial, like, yeah, designation. And, and not no like signs lab. Of... It's like X73, X74, X75. Don't imagine robots could get lost. Are we seeing signs of anyone as we walk? Robot, it's... human, what I'm assuming is probably not. I mean, you're very familiar with lab environments, very sterile, very clean. And this place is sterile and clean to another extent. As we're going down the hallway and we've got these various signs with uh, coding, is there doors associated with the, mm -hmm. those? Uh, no, are, are there like windows in the doors? You know, no. No. Uh, so as we go along, uh, I'll kind of look around and go, uh, are these all the labs, X? And he turns and he sees you looking at the doors and he says, uh, some of them are, yes. Oh, man. 
Huh. What are the others? Access points. Oh, yeah. Maintenance. Always. Seems easy to get lost with just this coding and stuff like that. I mean, I've heard of bureaucracy. Well, you don't have to worry about that. Oh, I, I wasn't. I'm just uh, generally in commenting. My staff will be more than happy to help you navigate to wherever it is that you need to go. Which you are. A map wouldn't go amiss, though, if one is available. And at that, he turns and he whispers to another android that walks away. Another one down. Private Hudson, I feel like we're rats in a maze. I'm not Thanks sure that we can us. find our way back out. Yeah, I'm, I'm better finding my direction based on the stars, not a bunch of pseudo-random numbers. Hmm. So, uh... Tell me... Uh, go ahead. No, please, Dr. Kelly. Tell me, X, what what or what can you tell me about the research that's done here? We've we have some information about that, but I'd like to know more. Yeah, well, you must doctor. be uh, familiar with our our primary product. Yes, xenoprosidone. Yes, absolutely. Keeping the colonies healthy, and the smile slightly widens at that, but not. I would imagine, correct me if I'm wrong, that after 75 years, the process by which it is produced has, I would think it would have been refined to the point where such a large staff might not be necessary. Well, the, our staff is not focused on the production of xenoprosidone. Simple machines can handle that. Is it the focus here on the harvesting? What is the focus here? Our focus here is, is, as it always has been, on research and development to improve human health. The Neprosidone itself was quite a breakthrough, and the Sirius Corporation is very happy to acquire it and your stockpile of previous production. What's the most promising next development that your research has uncovered in recent history? Uh, and he kind of like leans in with this kind of like conspiratorial look, as if he's like letting you in on like some kind of joke. And he's like, that's proprietary. Yes, and we own it. That's exactly property is proprietary, you see. Lyman is the property of series. So let's let's discuss that property proprietarily. He means he ain't got no secrets from us. As the pulverizer said. Well, that's an odd state of affairs to be in when you're asking so many questions. Mr. An... That's Mr. Pulver. Pulver. You can call me Pet. Pet. Yeah. 
That's what everybody calls me. And I shall do the same. So, is Ms. Lyman's office very, very far from Dock 3? Not too much farther. What do you think she's busy with right now? Oh, Miss Lyman does so many things. Where does one even begin? And he walks over to one of the doors and he touches it and it opens into a smaller, like narrower hallway that leads to like a more inner door. If you don't mind, I'll go first with uh, with the robot ahead. Please, of me. Mr. Pulver. X, you go first. So X and Z go in before you. You say it's narrower. Can they walk side by side still? Yeah, they can. They can still walk by side by side okay. still. All right. So I'm right behind them. And I'm going to, with this hand, reach back and in 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 military sign language, I'm going to tell Ryan, "Keep your eyes open. Something's fishy." And they lead them through this narrow corridor, and they open up the next door. Um, and as you come through it, you see again you're in another kind of ringed space. But now you're seeing, and you're now in more of like what appear to you to be like an office environment. Like there are these kind of like cleared windowed spaces, clear glass door, tables, screens. Um, would appear to be offices, um, all untenanted. Lots of happy worker. Uh huh. Lunch break, I guess. AX. And he's just he just laughs. X. And he... Yes. Carries on. Yeah. Don't don't slow down. I'm I'm eager to meet the former boss, but um. You're in charge of uh, Android staff. What's your What's the total? Uh, how many workers are under you? And he thinks for a moment. He says, in total, about one hundred and twenty-five thousand. Wow! So well, I guess a lot of your staff is active on the surface. Very observant. Yes. Uh, and who's in charge of the human human resources? Miss Lyman, of course. And how many staff is she managing right now? He thinks for a moment. Ten? Huh? So what's the surface like, X? Oh, I don't go to the surface. My place is here. But with over 100,000 staff there, you must hear about it. I do get the usual reports. What can, what, how do they describe it? Everything is nominal. Um, Oliver? Mr. X, um, 
are you are you programmed to always tell the truth? Yes. Is that the truth? Yes. Are there any of the biological people still alive on this planet or in this station? Yes. Is that a lie? I don't understand no. how to do this properly. I think you need two of them, if I remember the logic <laughs> problem correctly. <laughs> maybe maybe three X can do it. Uh, logically, there is no way to determine if an individual interlocutor is following an absolute rule of lying or telling the truth. Okay, okay. I'm sorry, I asked. What is a normal day for one of your staffers on the surface like, X? They fulfill their functions. What are those what do those functions entail? It it depends on the individual staff member. Do you recall the last staff member with whom you spoke on the surface? Uh, yes, and he rattles off a serial number. Um, reported that uh, data collection was going uh, right exactly as scheduled. Adequate nominal to order. Mm -hmm. oh, moonwalking Christ, I've had more specific answers when I was talking to a stripper than talking to this guy. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Kelly, this is drive me up the wall <laughs> <laughs> i am i'm ready to speak with miss lyon and myself mr O'Toole. Uh, i must admit if, if there are so many robots and and very few humans i mean they could be like how big is the facility how many is it miles across is it tens of miles you, across you get the impression that maybe it's just a few miles square. Still. The majority of the people are on the planet, not here. Probably. So probably you, also get, the, you get the impression the that, that, that it's tiered. So there's this floor, but there's other floors, other floors above and right. below you. Um, but we thought it was only big enough for a couple hundred humans. Yeah, right. So it's only not. 10. Yeah, only 10, but plentiful other staff of incredibly evasive uh, people, from, my people work, from my understanding of this type of operation would this number of staff be like feel excessive or does that feel right or maybe i don't know i don't know it it, it feels to you really light i mean well, i mean like a total research. like 150 thousand androids that feel, does it, that feel it, dep better? it depends on what i mean again there's a whole planet below you that's fair okay so is there only the 10 people field. in this whole the planet and all of the stations yeah, and that's very light would they be like congregated in one area because humans like one another and i mean the robots do what they're told them to, to tell them to do and they could be everywhere on the planet um but the humans wouldn't like that. They wouldn't want to be all alone with 500 robots and no humans. 
I would. There must be documentation in the contract about the names of human employees. None of it. I don't. Did, did you examine the contract, three X? I had two weeks. I'm sure I read it back and forth and installed it in a drive in my pinky. So, I mean, as far as, again, people listed on the contract, you had Nora Lyman, Dr. Evelyn Rompey, Dr. Misala Antonov. Then you have some further name of um, people who are listed as lead researchers. Um, Emma Wirt, mm -hmm. Sun Chu Fun, Bharath Sharma. There is a chief financial officer, Alfred Longfellow. Um, the so it's, uh, chief it could be corporate 10. counsel is uh, Tasung Kwakai. But it is 10. It comes to 10. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'd like to get where there's more humans and then we can ask them. Yes, oh, please, Miss Lyman's yeah. office. Let us Supposedly, the lawyer is going to show up at Lyman's office, which has to be along here somewhere. And eventually, X and Z stop simultaneously outside of one of these office stores. And you see the office has this little plaque on the door. You know, Nora Lyman, chairwoman, CEO, Lyman Corporation. Okay. So he opens the door to Lyman's office. And he says, please make yourselves comfortable. We have to wait for Ms. Lyman? Yes, she's very busy. She doesn't need to be busy. She doesn't work here anymore. Is the, Go so get this Ms. Is... Lyman right now. We will wait. Go and get her. I'm tired of this of game. Of course. And he turns and he whispers to an android. Who proceeds to start going down the hallway until they disappear as it curves. Hmm. Assuming, Dr. Kelly, that in channel again, assuming, Dr. Kelly, that the situation here isn't so off the rails that these androids are entirely meretricious, perhaps the remaining human staff is all in some form of stasis, and that is how it is operated entirely by artificial persons. Is there a and that reason why, why you would do that? I'm telling you, 3X, this is a permanent kind of stasis. Your fears, I, again, I'm, I'm, I'm only taking it. It is very difficult for artificial persons to prevaricate when asked a direct question. He's being evasive, but he's not lying as a rule. When he says there are 10 living humans, I wonder if they're living, but in some circumstance that makes renders them ineffective. You don't think they turned them into freaky alien xeno plants, do you? That was relatively far-fetched, but circumstances here are very difficult to understand. Dr. Kelly, Mr. Pulver would like to speak to you. No, no, you. Yes. Uh, oh, to me. Yeah. Um, why aren't the androids all linked together with, uh, like, a like a neural network? Yeah. Why does he have to keep whispering 
to somebody and sending them off? I think that's a question for the warden. Yeah, I don't think that's how androids work. The protocols under which we were designed are based on science fictional analogs from a period of the late 20th century in which the assumption of Bluetooth technologies, for example, was not universal. That is correct. What? Yeah, it, it's not how they work, Pulver. That's not how androids work. They're their own individual systems. Okay, yeah, but can't he just get on the radio and say, hey, send up such and such? That I agree with. That seems, I, I don't know why we've not been taken to Miss Lyman. I don't care if we meet her in her office. I just want to see her. Can you not take us to her physically oh. wherever she is? I look around, relax. I look around this office and, you know, if, in offices where people are at, there's usually like pictures personal of family. Yeah. Yep. There, yep. So you, you, you see personal effects, you see awards, you see like, He's kind of there's print, not like a fine out, coat of like, dust over all of it, like, is it? Is there? There is. Oh, you go to the desk and you like kind of wipe your finger and yeah, there's the rest of this facility has been maintained in an extreme degree of sterility. Mm -hmm. You may have negotiated with the wrong owners of the company, Dr. Kelly. I wonder if at this point it is appropriate to assume that all of this material is unsalvageable by the corporation and that extricating ourselves and this data might be primary. I, you're talking about a bi billions of dollars corporation X three yeah, uh, X. I, I can't imagine that the series corporation would find that acceptable in any way, shape, or form to just destroy this place. It, so, X, yeah. tell me the exact location of Miss Lineman. Where is she right now? And X pauses, and you see him like, he's like looking at you, but his eyes turn to look at Z. This is not a complicated question. And Z responds. Um, uh, Miss Lyman is currently uh, occupied in her quarters. And where are her quarters? Oh, right this way. You know, if I were running a corporate installation orbiting a distant star uh, planet, I would have my quarters adjacent to my office. Just no reason to have a commute. Is there a door inside of this office that doesn't lead out to the hallway? No. Some people just like to get away from their office. Not even a private bathroom. Damn. <laughs> but you know, if, 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 if I could offer a piece of my naive security advice okay so maybe series misunderstood the situation here and we can inform them of the correct situation and then there could be some sort of renegotiation with the robot overlords that have taken over the planet 
I'm also wondering, Dr. Kelly, if it's possible that if we were to extract X, Z, perhaps a couple of the other leading artificials <clears throat> at this facility, take them back to Ceres headquarters, the information that they refuse to offer us directly could be extracted from them. Extracted. Okay. I, I'm not opposed to this 3X. I would like to see the state of Miss Lyman. I'm assuming we're like moving. Yeah, you're going and yeah. As 3X kind of implies you don't go very far. Great. And Z reaches out, touches a door, and it opens and it leads into a little lift. And Z and X Yeah, let's go. Yep. Hmm. Room for one more. You get in and then Hudson and I can stand in the front near the door. And you start going up. And it doesn't take very long. And the doors open into pitch black. They're like this is, is Lemon's quarters then. And you pet yeah, motion sensor, I don't know. Leans forward and yeah, you lights start to buzz to life and they snap on. And so you're in like a living room. And Z and X are coming in with us. Mm-hmm. This is also a dusty space, but looks like a human residential area. Yep. Mm -hmm. I'll uh, walk around doing this to make the lights all come. I'm, I'm going to start <laughs> opening doors. I'm, I've, I'm, I've had it with this. I'm going to try to find her. All right. So you you open one door, and it seems to be a bathroom. Again, just seems like it hasn't been used in a long time. Right. You open another another door into a kitchen, and you're kind of hit with the smell of rotten food. Rotten food. Um, and you open the next door, and you open it up, and again the lights are off. Um, but you do hear this kind of sound of breathing. Strange. Okay. Yeah. Lights on something. And you you wave and the lights click on. And in the corner you see this woman in a bed. You see her chest rising and falling. And as you look, it seems like there's something thing coming out of the back of her head organic or sneaking machine. up and up into a vent okay what the hell is that something looks like a plant make or... a sanity save right and bad news to anyone with me if i fail this <laughs> you all gain stress so let's see Oh, 13. And my sanity's 14. 40, not 14. So we're good. All right. So you just get one point of stress, but. Okay. But yeah, I'm backing away. What is that? It, does it look organic? Like Ulver said, is it 
plant-based? Is it machinery? I mean, from where you are, like, not, like, getting close to it, Not, not obvious. it's not obvious. It Okay. looks very Yeah, I'm back. cordy, whatever it is. X, what the hell is that? I'm sure everyone can see. Yeah, I don't, I don't like this. What is that? Uh, Miss Lyman, you wanted to What speak is, with her. what is attached to her head? What is that? Is that, I'm assuming that is not something that we see a lot in mothership, right? Like this kind Yeah, of, you've, yep. okay. you have no idea what it is. I'm going to go What towards is that? it. Um, and Oh, be if careful. it, if it leeches out at me, I'm just slicing Yeah. it, but Um, I want to see if it looks organic close up or if it looks like a Geiger-esque sort of tube. You, you, you walk up to it and it seems like an organic kind of Geiger-esque thing. Seems It's to be like, it's like like kind a, of like wiggling, like a root or throbbing. a, a tube or a, and, and I, I try to get in a position where I can see how it's attached to her. Is it going into her neck? Or the back of her head. Yeah, and now now that you're there, it seems to be going into the back of her head. There seems to be some stalks of it curling around and going into her mouth and like up her nose. And her Some eyes sort are open of... and they seem to be moving back and forth, but then they like they fix on you. Some sort of biological tree root. What do you want me to do, Uh, Doc? X, identify that. What is that? And you see her mouth starts to move up and down as if she's trying to say something. She's trying to say something. I'm not getting close to her. I'm getting close to her. <laughs> yeah. Go back away and be like, well, you guys need me safe if you want to get off this planet. So Can I'm I going to can I tell just what like she's come saying? and Lean in very close. Run. Hmm. I don't know if you're cutting out or not, but I'm not hearing anything. <laughs> Run. For sure, Run that's away. fine. <laughs> Should we run? And her and her eyes like roll up into the back of her head, and you see this thing like lets go. Right. And <clears throat> moves up yeah. into the air. Yeah. Run, Pulver. Yeah, yeah. Let's I'm I'm running for the exit at this point and grabbing no tool because I know he's my ticket out of here. <laughs> And you you turn you turn for the exit and you see X and Z as the elevator. Shuts behind you. Those motherfuckers. Jesus. Well, I'm So, going over. to hit the, hit the button. Want to roll combat for <laughs> me? Do yeah, and I've got another Marine close by, so you get I get plus a plus five? five. And we're supposed to get what? Under the number? Under. Okay, so how do I do this again? Let's see. So what's your combat? Close quarters combat I have. That's My a plus com 20. So my you add combat this one. is combat is forty eight. Okay, so you add 20 to that because of your close combat specialty. 
Okay. 68. And then you add five for your fellow Marine being nearby. And I got 12. 12. Okay. So you passed it and it failed. So it seems to lurch for you and you like, you slash at it. And when you like cut at it, it feels rubbery. Okay. My knife blade doesn't just slice through it. No. Okay. Well, at this point, I'm, I tell everybody, run, and I'm just slashing. Well, you got nowhere to run, well, you, So, so, so you like you say run and you slash at it, and it's like your knife kind of gets caught in it as it's rubbery. It slips off, and then it goes, pulls itself back up into the vent. Into the vent. What the fuck? We need to get out of here, Doctor Kelly. You should that. see if there's anything left of Lyman. I'm going to go and attempt to override the elevator. What if that thing comes back out there and gets me? I'm not going to touch her. I no. swear to God, I will slice it off. Ma'am, I got my trick, my finger on the trigger, and I'm just going to say, I told you so, and we'll watch the vents. Now, you get us the fuck out of here right now, please. We'll attempt to do so. Watch my back, Hudson, and I'm going to go in and see if she's awake or dead or breathing. Well, you go up to her, and her eyes are still like rolled back, and you uh -huh. start to see blood trickling out the sides of her mouth. Thing was buried in her nose, and and the hole in her skull. Mm -hmm. Yeah, poor lady. I well, think she's she's fucked. She's foobar. Yes, there are no uh, functionally living humans remaining in this facility. But I don't that think. Elevator. I don't think it's the robots, so I think it's the plants. The robots who abandoned us here to they be consumed by the plants seem to be in some form of collusion. It's possible that while the humans were being assimilated by that Xeno life form, the artificials were affected by their programming or perhaps I, by some other emanation from the know, planet. We know nothing about how they make that drug that's name escapes me right now. I I don't know what the likelihood of that drug, this being all a part of the drug manufacturing and the Given they been been in 75 years. Maybe they milk the mother plant. Ugh. I look around. Is there like a uh you know, some people keep a calendar or a diary so I could see maybe like oh she ripped off the last, last day of her day, trivia yeah. calendar. <laughs> so you you go around looking for um There's nowhere near the walls because <laughs> Yeah, you're yeah. you're sticking in that living room and yeah. you're looking for something that has a date yeah. on it. Yeah. Eventually you you do find what looks to be like a, a like a corporate planner, mm -hmm. like it has calendars and like scheduling things. And it was like her last schedule, the last day that had anything on it was about five years ago. Oh, Jesus. The serious negotiators did a very, very poor job in their preparation for this acquisition. If I okay, can, need, I would like to, to get out of here. I want to try yeah. going to the elevator and jamming my knife into the sort of gap in the doors to see if we can force it open. If there's some kind can, of just can we try to access. override it first so that we don't break it and strand ourselves here further? 
I have an electronic toolkit and I'm a programmer. If you jam a blade into it and you allow us to free fall through artificial gravity for a few flights, that seems undesirable. Oh, then please be my guest. My version of deprogramming involves a lot of bullets and occasional explosions. So, uh, yeah, you do you. So far, Keep in mind, this is this is not a, an atmospheric area, but we are an installation in space. Firearms have limited utility in certain areas. Well, well, the air was breathable in here. We just kept your suits on, which good idea for that, because I don't want some kind of weird seed pod things in my lungs right now. Mine's a PPG anyway. It doesn't actually shoot a bullet. It shoots a pressurized plasma. So if it hits the, the side of the station, it won't penetrate. It'll just bounce off like air. Anyway, how's the elevator coming? You can roll hacking. It's that that's in two. Um, where is it's, it's branches off of computers? It's the middle column off computers. right, the middle column plus 15 if you have it. Now, I have business law in that category. Thank you very much. It's extremely I have, useful. I have hacking. Get over here and advise me. Oh, also, Threx, um, yeah, do you guys breathe? Uh, we don't have the same requirements for atmosphere that you have, uh, so no. So if we flushed all of the oxygen out of the facility, it wouldn't do anything to the robots. Damn it. Well, this looks like it's a Unix code. I know this. Isn't that ancient? Well, they yeah. cut their balls off, so... Ephraim, if you want to roll hacking for me. Okay, and uh, what does that go with intellect, I'm assuming? Intellect. Okay, and I got hacking, so that's plus 15. That takes me to 51. 37. <laughs> so, you, so you pop it open and you get the system. You, you start hearing the elevator coming back up towards you. Thank you, and pilot. It's coming up. Welcome. <laughs> and from all around the room, you guys hear a metal like a... Th 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 and bursting yeah, from about back. two or three vents in the walls, three vents in the walls, you, th you see these stock things flop out back into the room. <laughs> PPG. Got a little scalpel, but I'm not letting it get close enough <laughs> to me. It's, for it's, it's, it's a Walter K. PPG. Nice. <laughs> was done right, the over, you want to roll firearms? Yeah. Firearms. So it's combat firearms. Mm -hmm. Oh, nine. All right, and it failed at speed. So you you fire and you basically shear off the end of one of these stocks. Okay. And so the bottom part of it flops it down onto the ground and kind of worms around. Can I use mm. my SMG on a second one? Yes, you can. Thank you. All right. So I don't even need to add anything. That's 24 under base combat is 53 for an SMG that's 4D10. All right. It passed its speed, so we both need to roll again. Okay. 
Oh, all right. So that's 53 for combat plus another 15 for firearms. Uh, I rolled a 60, so still passes there, even without the extra plus five. All right, have to roll again. Twenty-eight. Okay, and it failed that time. So yeah, you. So I'm spraying it all over so the it's, walls it's, as it's, it's scooting and you're yeah, you're firing at it. And the third one. <coughs> I'm also armed with an SMG, although I'm not normally accustomed to firearms. But it seems as though, under the circumstances, there's little risk in attempting to sever that. All right, roll combat. Oh. Huh. I only have a I have a thirty-four, which is pretty good for an Android, and I rolled a seven. Whoa. So you so you light up as this thing is sneaking its way towards you and you you catch it a couple times and it like retreats back. Um the elevator. Yeah. And what's in it? Nothing. Good. Let's go, uh, let's go, let's go. Let's go, let's go. Yeah, yeah, let's go. <laughs> I'm last. Should have asked him to refuel the ship. <sighs> yes, I hope that they haven't done something else to the ship. You're about right. that right now, 3X. We, uh, uh, Pilot Achul, do you have some sort of device that helps you locate the ship when you're away from it? I wonder if there's the shorter route than we were taken on. I feel as though we were rather uh, led around a primrose path as they attempted to stall. No, uh, the company didn't want to pay for that advancement. Uh, it's a pretty basic, basic ship on that. You don't even have a key fob. You can hit the lock button. Just listen for a beat. That's not how. That's not how uh, aircraft work. There, are you that's killing me, O'Toole? You don't lose the keys. Trust me on that. <laughs> uh, all right. I think, however, if do we know how many floors separated us from the office layer to the hospice layer? You of Ms. Lemon. I think we should get off. I don't. I do not think we should try to retrace our steps. We know roughly that we moved along two arcs. Uh, presumably, there will be uh, screens or windows through which we can see the docks. I, it, you know, assuming this installation is built on any rational principles. I think we'd like to uh, not indicate our location until it's absolutely necessary. They might hope that we've been consumed by their alien okay. rubber snakes. The corporation may wish us to continue to observe here, but I don't think we should observe from this installation platform. They might I want to send agree. reinforcements so that we can find out what these facilities, what value these facilities have under the new arrangement I, I, I if we can make it to the ship i think we should mark this as a quarantine zone a no land zone and we hand it over to series and they can figure it out pulver i am not going to lose my money and my job over this no 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 our our this comes under subheading five of the security protocols we need to find some way to contact home base or, or 
in this case, the company, and tell them what's going on so that they can send reinforcements. Right, so we're in a fight for our lives right now. I would like to get to the ship before we do that. So. Great. And that's the elevator. I agree is with going... 3X. <laughs> I was just saying, I agree with 3X. We should get off at, you know, a, a, a floor, an available floor and go. Apologies, Warden, continue. Well, the elevator starts going down. And then you, you feel it slowing. And then the light cuts. And it's <sighs> Does it have an access panel like where we can exit and go into the shaft? It does. Or do we have flashlights? Do we get to do this my way now? We... What is your way, Hudson? Pulls out a knife. <laughs> I can't hack it when the power isn't on. Difficult to hack things when they're powered down. Have gotten a. I have a diagnostic scanner. If I can, if we can get a sample of this, it's probably not going to help us at all. But. I have a tiny little flashlight. All right. No, can I try and pop a hatch on the ceiling or something to see if there's an access thing? Even though those don't exist in elevators in real life. Yeah, this you... might have been designed from <laughs> late 20th century, as were the the, the 20th century Fox designers. <laughs> yeah. So it you you pop open the hatch. And yeah, you try to flash it up and you see the shaft above you. All right. We it's... should be careful. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a security team. Looking uncertainly at these cables that remind me too much of the things attached to the woman's head um, about how far is our elevator box between the next adjacent floor? Is it something that I can try and prize the door open yeah, if you stood on top of the elevator, you could like reach up. Okay, I want to try and do that and get try, start prizing the door open and try and just manually force it enough yeah. to squeeze some folks through. And I'm right behind him, ready to shoot anything that slithers down the cables. All right, so Pulver is looking up at the cables, the flashlight. Hudson, you want to give me some strength? Okay. Uh, that is a fail. So you, you pry, you pry, you pry, and you all hear this metal snap. Okay. As you well, leave the blade of your knife. How about that hacking thing? Um, I look at the com computer panel is, uh, with, uh, is it powered on or is it powered off? It's powered off. Yeah, yeah. We might be able to. We ain't gonna be hacking. We can't. It's not not powered on there. Why don't you use my knife instead of that sissy little thing that you got there, and uh, get on my shoulders so that you don't have to try to balance at the same time that you're. Holford, you always look like you had about twenty pounds on me. Uh, if you had to assign a numeric value to your strength score, what do you think that might be? I'm mm. more of a shoot 'em up type rather than a do fifty push ups type. I'm a I don't know around forty four. <laughs> God, you guys are, are pussies. Man, I feel like that's a solid over ten points higher than me. I'm like a modest thirty six kind of guy myself. So how uh, about we uh, change places for a I'm minute? I'm stronger than both of you guys. I've been hitting the gym because you know. When I'm flying, I ain't doing nothing else. 
Oh, okay. Yep. So right, it's the gym that makes that right arm so strong. Let's, okay. Let's lift the fly the boy up there. <laughs> He's been using this. All right, Ephraim, yeah. do you want to give me a strength check? Yep. Don't break that knife. That's Damascus steel. So you want to roll under, right? <laughs> yeah, you want to roll. You want to roll under. Uh, Sixty-two out of fifty-one. Uh, <laughs> all right, yeah, so but maybe if we keep breaking knives, then it, it'll start wedging the door open <laughs> just enough. You're 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 wedging it, and you start you start hearing it start to open, and it opens a little bit. And can you roll speed for me? Oh shit! Oh, actually, I got good good speed. Uh, fuck! I mean, yeah. Fail Language. Right. So, so it it failed as well. So, okay. what happens is, you see this thing slip through, and kind of fan out, and you back away as it opens put, up right here. Put me down, Paul. Put me down, Paul. But you, but you fall. <laughs> Off their shoulders. I left your knife. We still the, knife the knife is currently in the door. <laughs> and Ephraim, you'll take just five points of damage as you okay. slam down. Ow. Tumbling over backwards. You probably destabilize Pulver a bit too as you yeah. trip backwards. My grandmother gave me that knife. I'll buy you a new one. It's not the same thing. Mm-hmm. Is that thing still coming out of uh, it's the door or worming door its way in? Worm its way. Shoot it! Shoot it! Well, I'll wait for it to get the door open some more, and then I'll shoot it. <laughs> well, pulver fires, and it's not very maneuverable. So you you hit it, and it retreats <coughs> back in. But yeah, that shot echoes up and up. We're all going, mop, mop. So how do we get the fuck down from here? We could cut the cable. Wouldn't that drop us down the shaft? No, it wouldn't. But what it would do is the brakes would lock in. We might drop maybe three or four feet before they locked. Actually, I don't think they can move with the power off. There, the 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 brakes are fully locked. That 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 elevator ain't going nowhere. Is there an is there an access ladder that we could climb up? It didn't. It was she was sitting in the dark. I wonder if I think she was half things dead. are opposed to. Well, yeah, I guess they're motion sensor or something. I was wondering if they may dislike light, but oh. perhaps it's just because she hadn't been moving. Yeah, this ain't going to do much against them. There's almost nothing. Yeah. Well, I'm fortunately, yeah, that's the only place I see to go. And We're in a shit. pretty pickle now, ain't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Game over. Motherfucker. We're in some real pretty <laughs> shit now, man. <laughs> yeah, you, you do find... A way to ascend. Yeah, we can't get past the the box, but back up. We could go at least up to the neck. Well, how are we gonna open them? They they won't open. 
and there are also uh, things that we don't want to meet on the other side of them. What we want to do is go down. Well, in that case, do you think blowing the cables and seeing if we can get this to drop some, y'all can hang on to the ladder? We blow the cables. If the box drops, that'll get us somewhere. If not, we haven't really lost anything. Well, I'm telling you, I don't think the box is going to drop because it's already the, the the brakes lock when the power goes out. If we stood on the top of the elevator and closed the hatch with a fragmentation grenade inside it, could we hope to blow a hole in the bottom of the elevator box? Maybe. Yeah, I got one. I got, six, got six, actually. Yes. Okay. Just one. Uh, I think it's our best bet, right? Yeah. I've never tried it, so hell, I'll do anything once. I mean, if we knew, if we had a better sense of the schematics of this installation, I would say that since the four of you are suited and I can function externally without a suit for some period of time, if we had an, an, an option to get on the outside of the installation and try to make our way back to the ship in that fashion, I would welcome it. But I have no idea where we are inside this. Also say, Dr. Kelly, if you can log, that was three extras idea, not ours. I'm not going to get disciplined or claws I'm, in me from. I'm digging through my bag <clears throat> and I pull out some syringes. Stems. I have stems. I don't know. Does that do oh. stems affect strength? I don't know. Are they like steroids or more like? Uh, no, it uh, mostly kills the pain that gives us the energy. But... No, I have pain pills and I have stems. What are the stems? Yeah, do? no stems. Stems will <laughs> up somebody pretty good. Let's let's let the frag grenade do that do its job. But you guys are going to have to hold on because you want to plug your ears at the same time. You're you're. Yeah, Morgan, should it. I roll logic against this and some and, and you know my intellect to see whether I'm making a very bad idea? Yeah, go go for it. I mean, maybe all of the shrapnel will come up through the top of the elevator and perforate us instead of. Well, uh, it might well, not. A, a twenty-eight is a success on my intellect alone, uh, and even more so on logic. A double number. Yeah, you're. Doing is uh, yeah, you're detonating an explosion in an enclosed environment, which is going to damage that quite substantially. That damage may open up in the bottom, but it's likely going to blow up in weak points, such as the door or the hatch. It will take the path of least resistance. Yes, uh, which. Then makes me wonder if we shouldn't mount a grenade near the door that that creature just tried to emerge from, allow the grenade to do what your pocket knives couldn't, and perhaps open a path through whatever biological entity that is. Yeah, but you know, if it blows the door, it's probably going to wreck the mechanism of the door, and it'll be permanently open or permanently... Jammed. I don't plan to come back here. So no, I'm just saying we might get trapped in that thing with, with the big hole. Having assessed my previous inclination, however, Mr. Pulver, I'm afraid that we, as relatively flimsy objects standing on top of the can with a hole in it, are not necessarily going to be benefited by the explosion in the can. We'll climb up ladder ways. 
how long do these fragmentation grenades take? To- 10 seconds. I can set it for 10 seconds. The thing is, they don't have that much. They, they, they damage if you're standing on top of, of them or you're right next to them. I mean, they, they are fragmentation grenades because they're against biological entities in general. And it's very likely, it's also possible that when one goes off, it won't be enough. It'll just punch holes in the in the bottom and the top. But if you guys go up the ladder, then when it goes off, even the fragments won't be going fast enough because they'll have hit the hit the elevator and gone try gone through the metal. They'll they'll barely be moving when they get to you. Doctor Kelly, none of these options appeal to me. What do you suggest? We are in a situation of duress. I do not think they will replace the power to this elevator before they are certain that we've been assimilated by that organism. The, my the options as I see them are to either give someone a stem so that their increased strength would allow them to force open the door we failed to open previously, or we use a fragmentation grenade and attempt to do that. And the fragmentation grenade, it, there's a larger margin of error there and a larger uh, probability of us being injured. I'm inclined to go with the first option to see how well that goes. It's true. If we give both of our Marine gentlemen stim a, a powerful stimulant so that one can or for that matter our pilot so that one gentleman can open the door and the other can uh while increasingly alert thoroughly thoroughly assault whatever is on the other side i have six six stems i have as well i believe some of the armed gentlemen are also prepared to use stimulants if that's normal yeah. protocol. I think, yeah, that is All right, who's taking a stim? Cool. All right. Stick it in, <laughs> stick it in me. We, it would be just like Bangkok. <laughs> we, can, we can all go to the top of the car and help brace pilot O'Toole. Uh, and, uh, well, perhaps two people can support pilot O'Toole and one can support, uh, Private Hudson, so that he's prepared to thoroughly assault whatever should be remaining of these organics on the other side. I could lift them both. They can climb up on my shoulder. I won't be able to sustain that for a long period of time, but if we can do it within 10 minutes, I could probably do it. Let's do it. All right. right. So, Ephraim. Mm hmm. Stick in the syringe, you press it yep. in, and very quickly, you feel your heart start Ooh, yeah. really going, <laughs> um, just wide awake. And as you have another go at the door, roll strength twice and take the better result. Climb, right. me, climb me like a cherry tree in Grandma's yard. Yeah, sorry about the increased blood flow there, Pulver. I won't stab you in the back with it. Six, 16 out of 51. All right, and the door, which is in further, and it grinds, and yeah, you open it just enough for somebody to slip in through sideways. Oh, well, I'm here. I'm gonna pull myself up. Yeah, may as well it. just yeah. All right, so you you wedge yourself mm. in through, <laughs> and yeah, well, you are just is also stimulated, ready this, to fire in this yeah. pitch black space. Try and climb up. 
Yep. Hudson's going to go up right behind, and I'm going to try to keep the hallway clear while Ephraim can hold the door and get everybody else up after. All right, so Hudson, you squeeze through. You look around with your flashlight. You seem to be in another one of those kind of ring-tiered hallways. Yeah, I'm just keeping flashlight on, under barrel on the SMG, mm-hmm. and scanning the hallways. Any movement, I'm firing. And then if they climb up me, then I'll I'll hoist myself up like a pull-ups. All right, so one by one, you've got Exeter comes through, Dr. Kelly comes through, and then finally Pulver comes through. And you are in the stream hallways, and you're looking around, and there are like little rooms around, but they seem to be more like laboratories now. No windows, though, to the outside that we could maybe orient ourselves to the platform landing platforms if you you look in you see there's the there's kind of the glass wall kind of frosted you see a door it's labeled like lab 12 and you're like looking down under with the flashlight and up you see what you'd expect laboratory equipment but in the back you think there might be windows to the outside on the far end of the lab so so these are actually labeled lab because the floor we were Mm -hmm. on they're all just labeled x coding and stuff like this so we're on the wrong floor we know that but okay. well dr kelly if you needed to get some data to bring back to sirius and show this wasn't a total just snafu but uh we need well, to get out of here and tell them this might, is a lemon yeah the, the window might help us orient where we are yeah. go ahead yeah i think we should go also the uh because they are concentric rings that we were traveling in we can tell somewhat by the curvature how far we are from the ring that we entered from the dock. We can orient somewhat from that. But I do think that an assessment of one or two of the laboratories while we're here is reasonable as long as we keep an eye out for any of those intrusive creatures. Agreed. Well, what if we look out the window and we see the whole planet is covered in this gigantic plant? Can we nuke it then? I do not think we actually have any devices suitable to that, but there is a risk assessment team that Ceres will send, I think with considerable virulence, should we be able to make a report. Maybe just some sort of weed killer. Then you can save all the buildings. Let's go into this lab, see what we can find. Can we take a five-minute break? Yes. Sure. Five minutes later... All right, so you open the door into the lab, and it's very it's very long, um, but you see all sorts of like computer terminals, microscopes, um, glassware, all kind of cleaned and ready for use. Um, again, all the lights are off, and then at the end, at the end, you can see the this very long rectangular window. I'll start with the computers. See if they have any information on them. I'll go straight to the window and look out. So you're going over to the window. Um, Dr. Kelly, you start tapping at the the terminal and it slowly blooms to life. Uh, Pilot Atul, do you think there's any mechanism uh, we can employ to prevent the synthetic staff from analyzing our activity 
as we look through the files here and turn lights on and off, or do you think they can monitor us pretty reliably from some central command post? They could probably monitor us pretty reliably the amount of time it would take to try and break the uh, their ability to watch it would be prohibitively long. Could we, however, uh, generate a false signal of some kind to make it more difficult for them to analyze our activity? Yeah, I mean, maintain yeah. some element of surprise since we appear to be the subject of a conspiracy. I mean, I could try and uh, I could try a simple, uh, simple code code to try and maybe activate a computer somewhere else. Probably run in place, burning off this stem anyway. You, know. you do. Your eyes seem rather bright, and you're perspiring yeah. within your suit. Yeah. <laughs> Right, so would you like to try to, uh, so as... Yeah. So Dr. Kelly has gotten the terminal. It's popped up. And it's like uh, waiting for input. You see the little blinker. Okay. Uh, you want me to do a hacking? A hacking. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right, so that's plus 15 to intellect. Nope, that doesn't seem possible there, 3X. <laughs> All right, but, but Ephraim, you're... you're uh, <laughs> yeah, you, you look at it and you're like, you you it slowly starts to dawn on you that in order to find what other computers are on this network, you're just gonna make this computer get real chatty. Yeah. <laughs> um, real fast. And Pulver, you look out from the um from the window and you see um you catch the glint of the uh, starlight off the kind of silver tier and you look down and you're kind of like in like a reverse funnel like you can see like rings <laughs> like wider rings below you until it goes fully out to the uh to the docking zone and you see this big docking hexagonal plate and it has a big two in it a big two like docking bay two Right. There's Docking Bay 2 down there. Okay, we, that's not where we're we are on three. three. We land on three. Oh. I'm thinking back on when I was doing my mission planning, I would have, you know, kind of can't do. I remember the relationship of two to three, like, okay, uh, two's counterclockwise to three, or two is clockwise from three. You know that it, it's clockwise from here. Okay. Yeah, I, I yell that out. And how many levels? You don't have to yell. Their comms are on. We're right oh, here. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> you're, you, you're kind of like, you look down um, and kind of just based on like how far you're looking down, mm -hmm. like that's where you entered. You think you're maybe five floors up. We're about five clicks up. Do I see anything else out there? Like gigantic Cthulian black tentacle beast? No, you don't see anything like that. But you do see like, like those little vehicles that like brought the umbilicus out. You do see some of those externally driving things kind of moving around. So there's they're they're still working. 
or they're doing whatever they're supposed to be doing, I guess. Or they're working on our ships. Not what they're supposed to be doing. Uh, yeah, I'm very much concerned that we will not find our vessel intact. So, if we're still suited up, these suits still have mag boots and 3X, how long could you hypothetically survive outside if we just blow this window out and walk across the exterior to get to our ship ASAFP? You each have about four hours of air. All the more reason to hurry the fuck up. Yeah, but these civilians can't walk walk straight down the the building. If we all have our spacesuits still on, I would think that they would all still have mag boots. Maybe so, but your ankles won't be able to take that kind of stress. I don't know. It doesn't make doesn't seem right, but Maybe there's enough handy holds that we can climb down. Mag boots might save our lives. These speculations are premature, I think. We certainly do not want to try to do an exposed trip over an insulation of this size. And I'm not I'm not entirely certain that the synthetics that have put us in this predicament are capable of direct action against us. Yeah. They seem compromised, but not entirely. Did you guys have three? I mean, they, they put us in the direct path of danger by abandoning us in that room and closing the elevator. They just, they distinctly are willing to actively but rather passively endanger human life. I don't know whether they intend to reprogram me after you are effectively reprogrammed by those. Let's Is there not, a way let's in here? Let's call that a win. Like, let's call that an if. <laughs> Is there a way in this room to contact the company? Not that you're aware of. Um, Dr. Well, Kelly, what are you doing at the computer terminal? I was trying to see if I could find any information on what's going on here. <laughs> All right. So you start opening it up and just looking through the files. Um, so you you go back far enough um, and you find like research notes about their development of um, xenoprosidone. And they keep like referring to um like these various like these labels of these various like flora from you presume the planet below you various plants some fungi um bacteria and mm -hmm. whatnot and they're they're analyzing them trying to find similarities like trying to develop drugs that counteract them and then suddenly, as of out of nowhere, there seems to be this massive breakthrough. Okay. Um, How long ago was that? It's about the release of the uh, the drugs, about 75 years okay. ago. Got it. All right. Following. Um, and there was a Marsha Lyman okay. who suggested these things that they try. And they've developed the drug. 
And then the research notes start getting more sporadic as the years go by. You see these kind of investigations into, you know, well, maybe we can create a sedative with this plant. And they kind of go, but they don't. It becomes very clear that they never really grasped the biological understructures of these things. Okay. And then there's a note about five years ago where it says, Nora Lyman has suggested making contact again. Yeah, I'm reading this aloud to people as I kind of download all these notes onto a thumb drive or something. Contact again. like Yeah, I don't like the sound of that. I don't... As in... I mean, you could read that two ways. She wants to contact these creatures again, or she wants... She's reaching out to try and make contact to this facility. Is there any elaboration on that? And maybe she was in contact. Maybe that was the whole me thing. Oh. Yes. I think that was a, um, a mechanism of communication. Who knows over what period of time it took to complete the uh dr kelly your <clears throat> assessment was that she was no longer viable once that thing had disengaged correct and again i'm assuming that the staff that told us that there were 10 living humans aboard were referring to that i'm assuming they're in a similar the fact situation. that she was still breathing right as a as an excuse to call them living right when uh warden when when did it say that she wanted to make contact again how long ago five years About five years ago okay so, so it matches up with the calendar it lines up okay yeah well then right. who was doing all the negotiating for this hostile takeover well that's the thing you think back on it and what vanessa told you is that they tried to acquire the company seeing its stock price Okay. And when nobody when nobody responded. responded to their bids, they did a hostile buyout. So they assumed oh. there was obstruction when in fact there was simply no one at the helm. Yeah. No one human. Which and explains the, why the androids had no clue that we had taken over the company. Okay. But in some fashion, the synthetics have been suborned to the task of this new entity what if Again, possibly lyman was giving them orders when she was still capable of doing so while also subjugated to that influence what if we use the other synthetics as a communication device between us and rubber snake things since it seems I to be in contact with them and we can talk to them. Is it in contact with them? It seems to be controlling them in some way. I kind of assumed, well, my assumption was that after five years of no maintenance, no, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm speculating. My priority is getting point, us out of here. Quite. I speculate at this point that the interface between 
the Lyman family and the planetary organism was beneficial 75 years ago and that it provided the in introduction for xenoprosidone. But five years ago, she was desperate for another assist that she reconnected to this thing and that while she was subject to its control, she has constructed or that combinatory organism changed the rules and protocols for the artificial inhabitants of this satellite. Uh, Warden, people of my kind are normally made in manufactories. 125,000 seems like a very large population to have been shipped here. Does there seem to be any fabricator nearby? I've not seen any fabrication equipment. It doesn't mean that it's not here. Right. Or on the surface. Or on the surface. So, yeah. yes, this is a matter of concern. I think we need to reestablish communication with the, the synthetics. Maybe we can turn them to our side. I don't know how we would begin to do that over. I don't where would these, these controls typically be kept? Like I don't know. Office? Just seems like we're pretty much fucked if we don't try something, if we can negotiate our way out of here. Tell them that you'll leave them alone. I mean it's a lie, but we can lie. We're able to lie. Tell them that we'll leave them alone and let them live their lives here on this planet. And then and nuke if they it ask from space. X who who is not capable of lying? <clears throat> we could order three X, can't we, to convey the information to answer in a specific way. I mean, I don't like doing that to you, three X, because you know. Where would the control center, as it is, as it were, for the androids? Where would that be? Would that be in Ly uh, Lyman's office? Where would that be? Be a hundred feet underground. If there's a if there's a facility where they're going to, like command and control for the androids, you assume it'd be where, wherever the uh, Department of Artificial Labor is based out of in the facility. I don't know that we have time to be tracking down that lead. Maybe best for us to just push and try to get out of here. That's, what, that, I, that's what I think. I'm all on board that, with the getting the fuck out of here plan. I think I we just have don't know what the plan is. Well, that's the thing, is that the plan is kind of the name of it. It's just try everything we can to get the hell out of here. The plan is to fight our way along on this level so that we are above the funnel that leads to dock three. Surely they have L they have um stairs in this place. It's like if there was a fire, you don't use the elevators. Your ideas about space are very unusual. Well, you don't there think are, they could have a fire? There are probably systems of rungs, yes. Not everything will be uh, dependent on the electricity of the elevators. And there must be an artificial gravity system somewhere. I just think we want to get closer to our docking point than we are before we descend. I'll, yeah. I'll, just, I'll just do whatever you guys tell me to do. 
Oh, no. At this point, where you hear a speaker system crackle into life. Yeah, shit. And you hear the voice of X. Our series guest. Mr. Tasung is ready to speak with you. Oh. Dr. Kelly, if I may. X, Please. Uh, that's most gratifying. Uh, we'd like to meet uh, Mr. Tsung, uh at the uh, welcoming bay we saw you all at shortly after we left Dock 3. Is that a suitable meeting place? Next response back. I wouldn't trouble yourself. Uh, I've been told he is on your on his way to Lab Twelve to meet you. Very good. Um, does he still speak in human tongues? X. I'm sorry, I do not understand the question. I'm speaking to you in Galactic Standard right now. Does the, the lawyer still speak the, Galactic The operative need clarification on word tongue. Right. Uh, friends, run. Yes, I think it's time to go. <laughs> I have no interest in meeting this lawyer. Oh, wait, yeah, let's do oh. Wait, is, is the lawyer... Uh, still a human being, or is he attached to the rubber snake thing? And what's that thing called? What's I'm the sorry, I do not understand your question. What's the the? Is it a plant that's growing? You will be with you shortly. So Hudson, you'll take the lead while Pulver asks his questions. We're going toward yes. three, away from two, which we think is clockwise, based on O'Toole's ideas. Mm -hmm. All right, so you go out back into the hallway what order are you in it sounds like it'll that's be hudson in okay. the lead then maybe o'toole right behind because he's oh, roided oh, up oh, then yeah. kelly uh 3x and yep. pulver in the rear, up the rear this time. Yep. Yep. all right so as you've all exited in that formation with pulver at the rear from behind you going away from three you hear these sharp like these heavy like steps like a thump 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 I have a question for the warden are, are there any fire suppression stuff around like are there fire axes anywhere because I lost my knife hmm. sorry about that um roll 1d100 for me Actually, I think you should have gotten your knife back when we got the door open. Yeah, it the broke. knife didn't break. Still we yeah, your knife door. didn't break. No, Hudson's knife broke, but your Damascus steel was fine. Okay, then I got my knife back. Never mind. As far as I know. Not to retcon. <laughs> All right, well, uh, I'm uh, moving away from the heavy thumps. <laughs> and looking back, you're you're like watching, you're waiting for something to come. And then you catch a 
a movement, but it's in your periphery. And you look up. And snaking around the corner, you see this very kind of ovalish thing. And maybe a set of eight or 12 eyes glinting from it. And then you see one of these long snaking things around the corner and then another one. And then this huge bolt heaves itself into the hallway on these kind of mantis-like legs as it thud, 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 thud. And you see wrapping up around the thing's back, you see a, a person. And again, these things are going into its ears, its eyes. No, thank you. Mouth. As we are running, can you I chuck a grenade behind me? Okay. <laughs> let me let me do the grenade, grenade chucking because I'm in the back and you're way up in the front. You could chuck one to me, and then I could chuck one to it. <laughs> wow, that is an odd one on sanity. I'm just in oh. kill mode. <laughs> Zero five. Wow. Oh, sanity. Sanity save. Ah, twenty three. Cool. Uh, you roll against you should have a save value as an android for sanity that's what you roll against so you should have a base of 20 unless it's otherwise changed Oh, there's a tentacle reaching for Dr. Kelly. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sorry. So what are we doing right now? Waiting for Exeter. Uh. <clears throat> sorry. So, yes, I see the save uh, chart. And I, hmm. my Saturday is only 20. And I rolled an 89. So... Okay. But that's so everybody, how that works, right? I'm sorry. So, so everybody who passed, you get one stress. Accumulate one stress. If you failed, you accumulate 1d8 stress. Yep. Okay. Currently a four stress. Yeah, so as this thing, yeah, it's rounding the corner and coming towards you. Uh, and it's 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 big. It these hallways you think maybe go up fifteen feet, and that that ten maybe is all the way up there. Authorization yeah. to throw a frag grenade, please, please do. All right, click clunk throw. Hit it, roll combat. And I'm going to do the same. I'm going to run. I got a 21 out of... I'd have to add it all up. Alright, yeah, you... And then Hudson, are you throwing one as well? Yes, I'm throwing one as well. 
uh, I rolled a 60. So I think with combat and the plus five and things, that's a pass for me. All right. So there's this incredible <clears throat> explosion. Of course, we run away. It's you just, know. yeah, you're you're running, you're running back. Um, and you see the explosion of the shrapnel like cut into this thing and like cause like these really deep jagged furrows in it. Yeah. But it doesn't stop. Does it at least slow it down a second so yeah. that we can get farther away? I'm so right. Hey, you've yeah, you've <laughs> run around the corner. What are the five of you up to? As you running. We have not stopped running, I would think. Yeah, I just assume we're going to keep running until we see an open door, or O'Toole can point out we're going to be right below the ship or something. Right, right, right. We are trying to run, retracing our steps on this floor to get us back over Dock 3, more or less. If there's anything that we see, we can shut. You know, some kind of hatch between us and the unthinkable, we will try to shut it. Preferably with some more bombs on the other side. Mostly moving away from Mostly the horrible right. thing. Okay. Yeah. I no You're longer right. wish to speak to the lawyer. X? <laughs> I no longer wish to speak to the lawyer. Yeah. All right, if you could all roll speed. All right. <laughs> And Ephraim, you got to oh, roll yeah, twice to take the best result. You're, you're <laughs> dimmed. I, I rolled a zero two on the first one. I think uh, mm-hmm. I rolled I badly, roll. so I'm hanging back to try and slash at it if it gets too close to the other people. I also rolled poorly. Okay, so as you guys are running, um, Ephraim, you're yep. You, I regret you're not feeling this at all. You're just you're going, going. You look back, you see Exeter's kind of keeping pace with you. You see Hudson's kind of keeping pace with you. You see, Pulver and Dr. Kelly have not kept up so well. Yeah. And I'm, as long as she's near me, I'm purposefully going slowly so that she's past me over here. Yeah, Pulver Pulver and Kelly, you look back and yeah, this thing comes around the curve, <laughs> looming Run. above you. Run, Dr. Kelly. Yep, yep. running, running faster. <laughs> I'm going to try to throw another grenade, too, right up into it. If there's, like, a tangle on it or something, I'll try to... Where the little human is, maybe. Yeah. Get it wedged yeah, right I, in here. Get, when I, when I recognize that um, that the doctor's behind me, I'm going to have to stop, embrace myself. I have a trank pistol. Her. You know what? I It's probably not going to work, but I'm in a panic, and I'm willing to try anything. So I'll take a shot at it with a trank pistol. My SMG goes wild. Is that also combat? It is combat. Okay. I'm going to pull back towards the middle and oh. try and play some well-aimed shots towards the top of it, over their heads. Oh. Is he still close enough that I get the extra five points? Um. Oh, we're working together. I am choosing like yeah, once he's I providing see covering the... fire, but I think he's failed. Well, okay. so that's my question is so I have firearms checked in the plus fifteen thing. So that's add mm-hmm. fifteen to my base, yep. <clears throat> combat of fifty-three, plus another five. 
five. I still don't think, oh my God, this might be enough. I need to get a calculator. Single digits matter. <laughs> well, yeah, that's my problem. I've got 44. Oh, wait, that's not. I'm dumb. I, I passed. I got 48 in combat. And I got 47, <sighs> but I kept looking at the 44. I rolled a 74, and I have an effective combat of 73 if I get the plus five from being close by. Okay. So. Ryan has failed. Beatrice and Exeter has failed. No, 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 I passed. Oh, or in the speed. I know. You, you, you passed. Pulver passed. Exeter and Hudson failed. And it has also passed. So, Pulver and Beatrice, I'm going to have to ask you both to roll again. Okay. Okay, 90. Uh, Oh, that's a double 55, which is a fail. Okay. And And it won the tiebreak, it passed again. So... What happens is the following. Exeter and Hudson start firing down the hallway, chewing up a lot of the walls, glasses shattering as they're shooting out lab windows and the roof. Uh, Maybe a few straight shots are grazing the thing, but it doesn't seem too deterred. Beatrice is stumbling backwards, firing the Trank pistol shoot myself into it i go out (laughs) no you don't don't shoot yourself but you're like you're again you're firing quite wide um as this thing presses forward and pulver is throwing a grenade up at it as it's pressing down on him but it's bouncing yeah and so pulver you you wedge it into its flesh but that's flesh Comes right up next to you. It's right up here. Yeah. Yep. And. All right. I love you, Grandma. Uh, how much damage? So, grenade. Only 1d10? I told you they ain't really? that powerful. Yeah, we're right on top of them, but I was literally right. Yeah, and SMG does 3D10, 4D10. You're fine. Yeah, you would think that it would do more more damage than that. It's not the grenade that's necessarily the problem. Mm -hmm. So as this shrapnel goes off, you see Pulver not only get pretty cut up, but this thing like picks him up with a couple like tendrils so he's kind of like ragdolled up in the air as yeah pulver is ineffectively yeah cutting wild and it it, like lifts him up and you almost see like the head almost turn as it's 12 eyes are like looking him up and down And it keeps. I'm gonna keep shooting at it. I'm gonna keep shooting. I'm shooting. Yeah, if, you're, if you're asking for actions, I'm now you're yeah. shooting at me too, though, right? So. I don't. Well, yep. better me Wait, than would it. Would you rather us leave? <laughs> no, 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 no,
I'm already, I'm already way ahead of you. I didn't yeah, stop running. Was, was like a good little <laughs> so, dust cut out of him. <laughs> someone's got to run the pre-flight checklist. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> it's my Just job to die to ship, save man. you. It's I'm my job to kill die. things. I'm willing to die. I saved. I've just what I've. All right, so Beatrice, that sounds life. like a failure. Yeah, just a standard failure, but a failure. That's a pass oh, for me. Four. Forty. All right. So we got an 05, So Exeter and Ryan, they all have to roll again. Wow. Not so lucky. Eighty-two. Uh, another pass for me. Oh, wait, okay. uh, that's a crit. That's a 66 for me. And you've lost your plus five bonus from... I still got it. I have uh, okay. 15 plus 53, so I still got right, that. So, so now Exeter has failed, and you and I have to keep, keep rolling. Aww. Even though he got the crit, it doesn't matter? Okay. Oh, that's right, he got a crit. Yep. All right. So, yeah, Beatrice, you're... Yeah, well, again, you're wildly shooting. Probably out at the drink point. laser up Exeter. Yeah. You're and the recoil on is hard to manage. You're chewing up the wall in the roof. Yeah, um, I got one nice hit, but it just like went into it, and then I was like, Aah. Yeah, I'm imagining Exeter is doing the suppressing fire. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and Ryan, you hit it kind of right in that nest of. Of eyes. Right. So I get 4d10 and get to mm -hmm. multiply that times two for a crit, right? Wait. Mm -hmm. Yep. Nice. Ooh, that's a lot of tens. Um, 10, 20, 27, 32. And so then. I actually, I don't think I multiply SMG times two. It says that for some, but not this. So I think that's just 32, okay, so 32. for a crit. All right. So you, you hear this pop as it kind of blows a chunk out of this thing. And the human that's attached on its back starts screaming. Good. And you see it starts to pull back around the hallway, taking Pulver with it. Mm. Am I dead yet? Not yet. I don't think. Uh, you're well. ineffectually screaming, uh, flailing a knife. Okay. Can I grab one of my, maybe three or four of my hand grenade, my uh, frags, and jam them in the hole in the thing's face that uh, he just made? And it'll blow me up. It'll blow it, the thing up, hopefully. Kelly, I want you to get that lawyer. I want to get you, that lawyer. He you might can do roll, a way out. You can roll combat. Oh, 72. It's not going to work. I'm... All right. So, and it it also failed. Um, so, yeah, there's a. You, you go to like pull the grenades and you pull the pins, but they drop out of your belt and kind of roll onto the floor. Okay. Mm. They're going to go off anyway. So, yep. And they. They explode. It wasn't a critical, so you don't accidentally they don't roll back and hit Beatrice or anything. <laughs> do they do any more damage to me? Yes. Yeah. You get you get more cut up, and again, this thing like it was like pulling back, but now it's like really retreating from the others. Okay. Okay. 
So I mean, the, hu- the humanoid bitch. form that was attached to this monster was separated during this frontal lobe damage. Well, it started screaming. And yeah, I don't screaming? think he was separated, but it was yelling while I damaged the front of it. Oh, it's not moving separately. I'm no, sorry. he's attached. The humanoid like, part is not. I see. I thought. Yeah, the was, humanoid is kind of piggybacking on top of this horrible thing. I thought it was sort of blasted off and was trying to act independently, but I don't. Yeah, never mind. Don't want to talk to the lawyer. Never <laughs> mind the lawyer. Never mind. Uh, for what it's worth, I'm going to. I just hear explosions as Pulver's getting carried away. So I am going to hit a stem grab Kelly and start trying to follow O'Toole with uh, 3X in tow, as it's now my job to get them off of this ship. All right, so you, yeah, Kelly, you feel Hudson grab you from, like, grab your shoulder from behind you and start pulling you back. And yeah, with this burst of a grenade, the four of you start going one direction. Um, yeah. And yep. Pulver. Yeah. yeah. This this thing brings you over to one of the doors as you're flailing. You see that it sticks these weird spindly legs and it pries open one of the elevator shafts. And it pulls you in as you plunge downward into blackness. Okay. I'm going to fight with everything that I've got for as long as I can still fight. And, and as, as soon as you're in the dark, you're, you're swinging as you feel things start crawling up down your back. And slowly you feel it start going over your face. You son of a bull! <laughs> yeah. Maybe I will. Fair enough. I'm not going to become an enemy to my friends. So yeah, I'll do that. Therefore, you you eventually catch up with O'Toole. Um, oh, that stem's wired off. <laughs> <laughs> feeling feeling the crash. <laughs> but yeah, you're looking out one of these lab windows, and you see. Yeah. Docking Bay 3. Mm-hmm. You see lights, you see your ship, and you see a few of these little... The umbilicus has been dis- detached, and you see these little vehicles kind of driving around. Motherfucker. Uh, All right, how you doing, brother? Uh, yeah, how many floors down is it? Oh, there five. Were kind of five floors? Five. Mm, that's pretty good. Any indication pilot or tool of damage to the ship on which we arrived? Oh, yeah, I, I'm looking from five stories down. I, unless they damage the superstructure of the vehicle, I probably wouldn't be able to tell. There's nothing like a cable that suggests they've been sucking out the fuel or something like that. No, nothing like that. No, no. So how many floors do we find an umbilicus? And by the way, they are capable of watching us. They've been in communication. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's five, right? We need to go yep. down we five go. And be on the level that our ship is at. Yeah. I was I was hoping umbil- there were... Um, oh, are you trying to like exit from, from the outside? Higher, 
Got or it. just that they had different layers that shot on a you know a cable. But if they're all from the same platform, that makes it's fine too. As far as we know, again, the androids have, and I'm ashamed to say that they're my kind, they have not directly attacked us yet. And they seem to maintain different realms on the installation. They don't seem to cohabitate very comfortably. Um, I started looking around for like a way down. Like, uh, yeah, maintenance, uh, maintenance tunnels. Ma maintenance, access. like. It's a laundry chute. I'll take anything. You, yeah, I mean, you see layer. stuff like that on the outside. Yeah. Um, okay. Presumably, well, some of these inner doors the are outside? also that. Well, aside from, you know, rapid deep. Aside from. I mean, those are windows. I have frag grenades. Mm -hmm. Probably pretty thick windows too. <laughs> yeah, it's probably so that this one is probably impenetrable. I have five. We see like grenades. a docking bay, right? Is there an umbilicus that leads out to that docking bay, even though there's nothing on it? You just follow the umbilicus out the docking bay. You assume that there is like umbilicus apparatus well, in all mean, the docking points. Yeah, and if they've got like rungs on the outside, there's got to be an access panel to get outside besides yes, blowing the. That's uh, what we're looking for. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, kind of looking up. Maybe that it's up now. Yeah, looking for like a door that's kind of looking out. Yeah, you you start opening like doors that you see, um, and you find one that seems like it has like you seem like air filtration, electrical wires, pipes, um, mm -hmm. and yeah, there seems to be a few little hatches in here. Let's go. Let's try it. All right, so Ephraim, you go into this little maintenance room. You go up, you go crawl your worm your way through this little hatch. And yeah, you come across this massive yeah. rotational thing. And again, there's like all this, it's very brightly colored orange caution. Yeah. <laughs> Bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, you crack it. That won't stop me because I can't read. <laughs> there's the whoosh of air you can kind of feel on the outside of your sealed op suit um mm -hmm. and you open it up mm -hmm. the outside of the station all right yeah we're following suit i think all of us are right hang on tight yeah and you i mean you, you you go out the hatch mm -hmm. and you feel yourself start to float off so you can roll zero g Okay. Hold zero. your breath, 3x. Zero G. Which I think I want to let it out actually so as not to. It's in the first column. Okay. Oh, I. And then what would that be? Stat would that be on? Uh, speed. Speed. Oh, good. Okay. So. so if it's not checked, it's just base speed. Pass. Fail. Assuming we all need to. Yes. Roll. Everybody's going outside. Oh boy, that's a fail on doubles. <laughs> oh. So, and how did I you do, Exeter? Had a regular fail. <laughs> regular right, fail. So those of you with the regular cave. So, so <laughs> Ephraim, very definitely, like he's just, he's done this a million times. He just pops out, <laughs> swings his momentum down, grabs a hole. Hud's 
Hudson and, and like Hudson comes out, misses the hatch, and he starts spinning, not too far away, but he starts spinning off. Exeter kind of hesitant to go. We didn't. And cover then Doctor Kelly, you, you feel you feel that thing like it's like is it coming up behind you? Is it in the maintenance room? And you just burst out in kind of a panic, and you send Exeter <laughs> a off, and you go spinning. Yep, I should have used my Belicars. <laughs> so, Ephraim, you're holding on. You see Exeter and Hudson floating away, and you see Doctor Kelly <laughs> yeah. rapidly spinning. Huh. <laughs> Well, roll on, come get to the damn ship, <laughs> O'Toole. Maybe you can save us. Go. Where he'll make sure that the uh, the blasters are uh, you're in you're in it, so your death will be quick. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm gonna keep climbing down. I've got like no rope or so, anything. So to Ephraim, throw Ephraim, Ephraim does not stop. Nope. <laughs> so Hudson, you're you're reaching out. Exeter, you're reaching out, and Ephraim. Eyes on the front. <laughs> That's right. It sucks to suck. <laughs> so I'm assuming we don't have the little, like the, no, like kind of movement suits. Okay. With that, um, I still have an SMG and I want to try shooting very short bursts of my SMG to level out. And use it like the most fucking Marine Corps jetpack I've ever had, <laughs> and point it behind me, and use it to try and catch Kelly <laughs> until I run out of ammo. That's, you know what? That's just insane enough to work. So <laughs> we'll, right. we'll, we'll say this: roll combat twice, take the worst result. Okay. Can I roll firearms? No. Oh, okay. Ah. That's a 26. Ah. I'm too anxious. Why'd you have to take the worst rolls? <laughs> That's a 77. Are you sure? Oh, no. <laughs> so, so, so it's wildly. So what happens? Your plan works you're you've you've got you've got momentum you are you're firing you're you're going um you're going really fast and you're you're dead on telly and you collide and the two of you (laughs) (laughs) don't worry i'll catch you (laughs) And two of you go careening off into the void. Exeter. Do you have anything you think you would like to try? Having seen Hudson's approach, I think there is reason in it, but of course he's not very mathematically inclined, whereas I think if I calculate this more carefully, and instead of firing multiple bursts, Simply wait for a rotation and fire once. 
I don't have physics, though. I only have mathematics. So, I don't okay. know. I'm going to, I'm going to, well, uh, 60 is not going to, it's not that far either. Oh, pity. No, but poot, I'm not, I'm moving. Right, you're moving somewhere. away, but slower. Save us, Ephraim O'Toole. You're our only so, hope. Ephraim, you you scramble down. And looking looking up, you see Exeter still kind of hovering nearby. You have no idea where the hell Kelly and Hudson wound up. What in the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but you've you've climbed down. You are on All right. I'm a I'm a pilot. Uh planes mean safe uh aircraft airships mean safety to me so uh logically that's where i'm 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 running to it all right you <laughs> you quickly uh, as quick as one can and yeah zero gravity <laughs> mag boot awkwardness as you're like sealing down and like trying to push off your mm -hmm. you leapfrog your way over to the access hatch mm-hmm Opens up. Yep. Climb in, pull it shut. Then, uh, you know, by uh, once I get in there, your training's going to kick in. So you're going to start running through your checklist, you know. Like... <laughs> All right. And you start getting everything mm -hmm. warmed up. She's ready to fly. What are you doing? Well, at least I can report. So I'm going to take off and I'm, I'm going to give a, a cursory glance around, see if I see uh 3X because he's the only one that I had even a sense of where he was because they said I didn't see Dr. Kelly or, or Private Hudson. Roll intellect. Okay. Yeah. Oh, 22 out of 36. So extreme success. You catch the shadow of Exeter as he's spinning. Okay. Figure, figure he's an android. He could probably grab a hold of the uh, servicing rungs or something. Roll piloting for me. Oh, yeah. And that is with a speed? Speed. Yep. Okay. 13 out of okay, 67. You... I mean, you're maneuvering pretty damn close to the station, like uncomfortably yeah. close. But yeah. Exeter, you see the ship come around. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> so, and is what am I rolling? Speed, speed. Strength, you're rolling intellect? speed. Maybe twenty-two. So yeah, so only Ephraim chance brings I had basically the, the ship by, and you snatch on for dear life, hmm. and you make your way inside. Yep. Toms, don't enter a hyperspace yet. <laughs> void, you know, void pod yep. six. Yeah. Enter there. <laughs> hey, and then ah. as soon as he gives me that, he's in. I'm. Kicking in the, uh, the faster. And the two of you fly away from the headquarters of Lyman 
subsidiary <laughs> of series holding. As you leave the comms open, as you're departing away, you get this brief snippet of staticky country roads <laughs> take me home to a... Pilot O'Toole, if you can yeah. manage everything else, I'm going to scan every inch of the inside and outside of this ship to make sure that we don't have a little alien plant here. Thank right. you, three X. <laughs> I apologize. I'll also have you scanned when we arrive. No, I didn't say that. Unless <laughs> he asked. We didn't eat anything, at least, or you didn't. Yeah, you didn't eat anything, and you were in sealed environmental suits before you entered the facility. That's good. And that decontamination, decontamination. Mm -hmm. All right. So, as we fade away with the ship evacuating as fast as it can. That is the end of our story. <laughs> Very good, Morgan. So what is the history behind friends. the Lyman Corporation? So the Lyman family, just very, just old money they've had. Just generations upon generations of wealth. <clears throat> They were looking through these the surveys. They were interested in the colonization efforts that were happening. Um, and they found this planet. Um, intrigued by the life form theirs, they decided to buy it. Um, and as they were canvassing the planet, sending out teams looking for materials, they came across the uh, intelligent life. And so their primary work for a long time was trying to establish contact. And eventually yeah. they found that there's that they want to link in, so to speak. So the first Lyman's who linked into it um, didn't glean much from it, but they thought they could perfect the process over time. They set up their little company to hold the planet. Mm. That progresses until a new generation um, decide to start pushing their relationship a bit, and they start getting information from them. They figure out a bit more about the biology of this planet, and they develop their drug through the breakthrough. And then the last in line, and a def desperate effort to get the gears going again, decides to make contact. And the intelligent life, through these, have been doing research of their own, essentially. Um, and they decided that it was time to... Uh, you know, take take control of the situation. And so they did. How were they controlling the computers or the robots? Synthetics. They're all just like tinkering with them. The robots are very passive. They don't really defend themselves. And so that, that big hulking thing, you know, can just pick them up and fiddle with them and fiddle with their brains. 
And so that was one of the lines that I don't remember if it was X or Z said that it was their job is to perfect life or something like that. Was that they were trying to manipulate biology, either of the creatures or trying to find a shared symbiosis or something? So, yeah, Lyman's were very interested in prolonging life, um, healthier, longer lifespans. Um that these uh these artificial yeah these entities that they found um while they will prolong your life uh rather indefinitely um comes at a pretty pretty steep steep price yeah the loss of yourself well pulver don't worry we're gonna try to get you nuked <laughs> yeah in case that, you know, in case they weren't, in case they salvaged too much of you after the knife throw. They might have, yeah, they might have. That would have been horrifying to uh, still wake up wake and find up. that I'm, yeah, part of that thing. Yeah. And, and, and then I find out that it's incredibly friendly and useful. And yeah, it's like, I just wanted no, to hang we, out. We should have all Actually, become it's really part stugly of it. in there. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like tickling your pleasure zone in your brain. So you're just like, and other oh. parts of your body. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lyman wasn't saying run. She was saying run for the new. She was saying fun. Fun. She was fun. fun. It's so much fun in here. Come in here. <laughs> Our players included uh, Holly Buto, David Gasway, uh, uh, Dr. Lex Hurley, and uh, Keith Craig with myself, uh, and uh, Morgan Llewellyn as Keeper of the Secrets. Uh, as the warden, sorry. Um, we have a Discord server where you can chat with other members, you can set up private games, and you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answer any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the strange and terrifying mothership role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming. <laughs>